We just arrived in Clovis, California to investigate the Wolf Manor. This place has been called a black hole because so many people have entered this building never to come out again. Oh, the hell's in here, a body? We've read about they were taking a body out of here a day. Pretty much. In only seven decades of operation, thousands perished inside this once stately manor. This is one of the most common places that I've been in, and I've been doing this for 20 years. At one point in its history, the building averaged one death per day. The mansion was reserved for the violent patients, the ones that were a danger to themselves and a danger to others. And it's no wonder why this place is considered to be one of the most haunted locations in the entire West Coast. And that's exactly why we're going to lock ourselves inside for an entire night. There's this weird, it's not even a good Dutch angle. <laughs> there's a lot like of lazy. Dutch angles in this episode, or maybe there's a lot in every episode. You just notice them more And now? I'm just noticing them. Yep. Here Welcome back. Up. This is the last episode of the season. Season three finale. With it's, a bunch of two bonus episodes of them filling airtime yep. after this. It's one of those guys. Yep. Seconds bros. But we're back after however long it's been. A couple weeks. It's a couple it's weeks, really? Yeah, dude. It's been crazy. I don't know. When did I post that last episode? I don't. I thought that was probably two weeks ago. Let's see how we're doing on that one. I can never see those analytics. I always wait for these conversations <laughs> to get the scoop on how we're doing. Uh... <laughs> it says every Monday. We should take that down. <laughs> Why does it say that? Because we were doing it every one Monday at Dude, one point. Dude, that's going to turn off the new listeners. You're going to see that. We don't get Fucking new liars. listeners. Liars! <laughs> it's Monday! I'm going to go to the what other the podcast. 459. That's better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. That is better than I thought. Oh, I could, I could just go on the SoundCloud. Do I have to log into our SoundCloud to see these numbers? I don't know. I'll check that later. I'll check that later because we're very, very insecure. Yep. About who's need, listening to us every episode. We need we to talk know. about it. Yep. <laughs> what uh? Have you been checking like the Facebook, the underground? No. I haven't checked it in a while. I've let a couple people in. Yeah, people. People are. Uh, I think people are using it for sure. Yeah, we got a lot of notifications. Sorry, guys. Beggins I bras. I don't use Facebook, really, so I have to, like, actively log on to see this shit. But if you guys want to talk to me on the Instagram, I could see that immediately. Just to let you all know. Nick Groff wrote a book. Oh, recently? Wow. The Building of the Ghost Adventures Crew. That actually... Oh, sounds like it would be kind of interesting. I wonder if he he would get in trouble for that though, because he has bad blood with them. Wait, Zach has a book. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. He'd be the person that would write a book about himself. Zach Bagan's book. Oh, oh, we did see these. Dark world. I am haunted. 
<laughs> Look at that cover. Of course, it's a female spirit touching him. Yeah, it's like Zach standing. I don't know if that's like confused or concerned look, but uh, a ghost is touching his pecs. Uh, really badly photoshopped yeah. photo. <laughs> and there's like a demon shadow face grabbing his arm or something. Wow, New York that? Times bestselling author. Have you noticed that they're all New York Times bestselling authors? <laughs> like every famous person who's ever written a book, including like YouTube stars, are New York Times bestsellers. Like there's never not a New York Times bestseller. I've what noticed that. What does that even mean? They just sold a lot of books, I guess. But I wonder if there's like there's there's like a amount that they have to sell in order to become a New York Times. I'm bestseller. sure it's like a hundred books. <laughs> I do still want to buy this book. That looks like a fake, a fake um, for dummies book, but I, I'm sh- I know it's real. Sold sold a Target. That's his face on there. That cover looks horrible though. It yeah, does th- look really bad. There's a ghost hunting for dummies book that I mean I guess you guys know about it. I think someone told me about that. Um, okay, how about this? We'll read. I think there's like new ghost stories that I'm looking at. Okay. We, we could read them at the end but I'm just like briefly scrolling through this shit. There's two, at least two new ghost stories here. Um, Or three. There's three of them. Dang, you guys. Three people who care enough to do this stuff. A whole three. Spooky K. I'm into that. I haven't checked the Instagram in a while either. You know what is concerning? The first post we posted on Instagram got like, 140 likes and then the second post got 50 likes <laughs> so you know what fuck you fuck it <laughs> ending the show if we aren't growing we're stopping oh here's a message we got or something from joe two longtime beganites here we're thrilled you're back don't change a thing we love the distracted, distracted ramblings that make a three-hour podcast out of a one-hour episode of Ghost Adventures. We love making fun of Zach all the time, too. We've never missed an episode of Ghost Adventures and can't wait for you guys to get to the quarantine episodes in, like, five years. Ha ha. Keep up the good work. This is why we should jump around. But it's almost, like, quirky and fun. Yeah, it is true. I mean, I'm good with either way. I, I like going through the old episodes, but I'm... I'm always excited to watch the new ones, but I know we're so far away from it. There's like 20 seasons, or at least like 15 seasons. But uh, um, I was laughing because I, I just love that uh, that Bega Nights became a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that too. I know, but I love that. I like we can just say this shit. It's like. Now that's our fans. They're they're Baganites. Because so that's some what dumb shit you wrote in the referred to. And I was just like pulling it out of my ass. I love that. <laughs> so that's the funny thing too, is like Michelle I was talking to Michelle today about um how she's been listening to the Scrubs podcast that um Oh yeah, I need to catch up on that. That Zach and Donald are doing. Yeah. And she's like, I'm kind of annoyed because like 
you know, they do an hour long podcast and it's gotten to the point where like they spend like a half an hour talking about unrelated shit and it's really annoying. And I'm like, we do that shit, but for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. And, but people seem to like when we do it. Yeah. And I don't really care because I don't care if people listen to this, but I know, but I, that's, I want to, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I like, I get that it's a theme show and I know we've talked about this probably at least 20 times, but, um, I don't know, like, like I, I, I feel differently. Like, if I were to listen, I've only listened to the first episode of that Scrubs podcast, but I like when they go off on other shit because in, it, you get a window into their actual relationship, and that's what podcasts... It's not radio, you know? That's what podcasts, are, in, in my opinion, are supposed to be like. It's supposed to be like a casual conversation, and when famous people do it, it's it's interesting because you get to see them just actually talk and say anything they want, any curse word they want, whatever you know yeah i mean but i guess people listen for different reasons yeah and like for me that was one of the reasons i don't like the scrubs podcast because i don't really care about zach or donald as celebrities you know so like getting to know their personality doesn't really do anything for me because i'm not a super fan but like i want to know the behind the scenes stuff like i listen to that because they're part of the show and i want to i want the peak into inside baseball you know like i want to know how this scene came about or what was happening behind the cameras or what was happening when the cameras weren't rolling at this time you know or whatever yeah that's a good point and if i if we were on ghost adventures it'd be totally different like we yeah i was about to say that you know but we're just fucking dudes that don't even really like the show <laughs> dude i was about to bring that up watching this episode like the show is is bad and i think i'm starting to realize that it's bad like i'm at like actually bad and well it's funny because i actually remember this episode and i remember at the time watching it for the first time being like oh my god and now watching it back like i don't remember picking it apart so badly and being like, God, this is so fucking cringy. <laughs> like everything Zach does is so cringy. And, and you know, it's fake. Like, you know, it's played up because it's a yeah. show. And I think we're just more aware of that now than we were when we were younger. But just like thinking that, like, you know, that he's playing this up, you know, that also the other people are playing that up on the show that it's like, it makes me think the show is bad and I know it's not bad cause it does well and it's entertaining, but I, I, this is an episode I, I just didn't enjoy and it's not even a bad episode. Yeah, I, I just I, got bored I found, and I tuned I out found myself. Yeah. I found myself tuning out. There's like, there's a good 10 minute gap in my notes where I'm sure I just stopped paying attention. I think I only have like four or five notes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was a very unmemorable episode, and yeah. I was just trying to slog through it. And I feel like it's this is a theme with like every, like you know, the next episode is going to be good, and we're going to be like, oh, this is refreshing and good, and or Zach's funny, and or whatever Zach's cringy, and then there's going to be an episode where we're like, fuck this show, this show sucks, it's always <laughs> sucked, it's always been bad, <laughs> ghosts aren't real, like it. That's that's why the show is is overall bad because it's, there's so many mood yeah. swings yeah. that there's not like a consistent like oh shit yeah this is this is funny or this is like so cringy that it's entertaining it's like 
boring, then cringy, then entertaining, then boring. I but for some reason, so like the latest, so I up until recently, it was like every time there was a Ghost Adventures episode that came out, I would sit down and I would watch it, and I was like hyped to like, oh, the new Ghost Adventures out, I'm gonna watch it. Because I like buy the season on Amazon and yeah. it notifies me. Well, you actually, yeah, you actually watch the show. And uh, this quarantine thing came out where they did the four episodes at the Haunted Mansion. And there's, I got through two and a half episodes. And I like stopped the last episode. I stopped the third episode because I, I had to go do something. And then never picked it back up. And I just have been like, I see it in my queue and I'm like, eh, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> So you haven't seen the the um the Tiger the King one? No, that so I don't think that one's aired yet because oh, he just okay. posted that thing on his Instagram. Yeah, if if you guys don't follow Zach on Instagram, he uh, posted an article, um, that they were doing a they were filming at the fucking um Tiger King Zoo. And dog sniffs human remains in the alligator pit at the Tiger King Zoo. And they had to stop filming because now it's an active crime scene. You know, he 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 loves that, though, you know? Oh, yeah. He, he was so quick to post that it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're legit. But it also just says exclusive. Yeah. And then it's just like bold type. There's no. It looks like a TMZ like font. Let me see. Dog sniffs, uh, Ghost Adventures, Tiger King. Let's see if I can find it. Ghost Adventures, Tiger King. Oh, wow. What? The sun? Is this satirical? I don't know. <laughs> the headline is... Joe Exotic's penis pump snapped up by Ghost Adventures star Zach Bagans for new Tiger King exhibit. <laughs> what? Has to be satirical. It's yeah. The sun sounds like a fake thing. Uh okay. Back. <laughs> Metro. That's not satirical, right? No. I don't know. I don't read any of these news things. Oxygen. TMZ. TMZ is not satirical, but it might as well be. Tiger King exhibit coming soon. Oh, you, that's it's real. What a fucking freak, dude. Joe's crown and penis pump. Dude, look how skinny Zach is. Is Joe is fucking Joe out, out of prison? Oh no, that's, no, that's the fucking that's, that's the, the other dude. That's the affliction guy. He's not wearing affliction though. He probably got climbed on. Yeah, he's wearing Oakley stuff. now. He's <laughs> trying to wear like skate brands. That's Zach. Dude, look how fucking small he is. Dude, that's sad. He's not buff anymore. Wow. Dang, dude. But I feel like it could also not. No, that's Zach. That's his hands. Yeah, I, know his I think hands that is. Anyway. Yep, it is him. They actually did film there. Yeah, we should we should do this episode. That'd be weird. No, we have to. We should. It'll be a limited edition. Yeah, just like when we did Demon House. Yep. 
I'm Zach's down to do this. Back to I, I haven't seen all of the Tiger King though. It, it, I know it's like good, but it just pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I don't like when like everybody sucks. Like I know it's funny and like entertaining, but like every single person in that documentary is like a piece of shit. <laughs> so like, it's not like I don't know. Like there's no one to root for or anything. What's so hard? I don't. Uh. Some of the items in Zach's hilarious and possibly haunted hall include Joe's famous jeweled crown, pill bottles, flashy clothing, wedding trinkets, penis pump, and Travis Maldano's glass pipe. Who's going to go to this exhibit? Those are all just you, like normal items. Dude, he's going to cash in, bro. For it's sure, a pop yeah. culture exhibit. I know, it's but become, it's it's gonna close in like a year when this isn't hot anymore. Then he'll sell it all, <laughs> or I don't know. He's like weird, like me, and likes to collect shit. <laughs> you don't collect any of this shit, though. It's true. And in October, Ghost Adventures episode will feature ZB's eventful trip to Joe's stomping grounds, which include a cadaver dog searching for human remains. So that's in the I'm, episode? I cannot wait for this to air in October. Wow, that's really? They're waiting that long? It's probably the new ep- the new season. Oh, okay. I can't wait for this. Yeah, that'll be like a... That's going to be such a hilariously bad episode. I know, that'll be like a Halloween special that we do. That'd be cool. I guess we should wow. watch the documentary though, huh? I mean, to be the, as I've knowledgeable. Oh, you saw all of it? Yeah. What do you think of it? It's really well done. I know it's well done. And yes, everybody in the show is a piece of shit. After episode two, when um, I found out that that ponytail guy is pretty much running a sex cult. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck that! <laughs> I don't like any of them." Because <laughs> I thought he would be the cool guy, you know. You know what's funny is like Joe Exotic, at least the way the documentary painted him, was like the least shitty of all of them. He was just money hungry. I feel like yeah. he was just like a a normal Florida guy. Yeah. And he's the one who got put in jail. I still don't yep. know why because I never finished it. He tried to assassinate his rival. Okay. And he was the normal. <laughs> he's the normal one out of all of them. I mean, if you hate somebody, that's probably the most logical way to deal with it. But not really. Hire an assassin. <laughs> Hire a hitman. You should have just. So you didn't. You didn't even see when his fucking employee got his fucking arm ripped. No, off. that was the first episode. Oh, it was. And she was like acting like it was not a big deal. Yeah. Still, they. Yeah. So, um She's so they, like shell shocked or like I don't know Stockholm syndrome from that because she well, could have totally like sued a, them. They did like a recap of of it with uh, the guy from fucking The Soup. What's the guy's name? Oh, uh, something McHale. Yeah. Jess McHale or something. Yeah. And so he interviewed all of them and she was on it. And it was like kind of entertaining to hear them like talk about because none of them thought that the documentary would do anything, you know? Yeah. They didn't know it would become like a sensation overnight. 
Definitely. And so now they're all like super famous and they're all just fucking redneck hillbillies in the Midwest that don't know what to do with themselves. It's kind I'm of sure funny. They, some of them love it though, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what that's our next podcast. Yep. A twelve in episode. October. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure doing the ghost adventures one. I'm sure there are a Tiger King app got podcasts. Yeah, there's there. probably so many. They only do like twelve episodes and then they're done. Yeah. Dude, have you seen so anyway. that have you seen that video of the preacher though that Zach posted? No. Do you know who that preacher is? Hold on. The very latest one. This the, one? No, the very latest one after the Tiger King post. Oh, this? Yeah. You've never no. seen that guy? This guy's literally like Satan. He, he's like, the way he preaches and like, he's so rich. He's like a for-profit preacher. And um, he's just fucking, the vibe of him is like so satanic. It's crazy. But he's like a mega COVID-19. church. That's creepy fucking is, dude. creepy as fuck. I've seen worse shit though. Like he's like one of those faith healer guys. Those like What's scam this? artists. I forgot his name. That's the one thing I never understood is like why churches don't just deal with taxes and do it for profit. Like don't do the fucking non-profit tax exemption and just fucking call it what it is. Uh, just, it would blow the whole scam. <laughs> People wouldn't buy into it. What's this dude's name? Oh, dude, I wish I knew. Cause he he's actually pretty famous now. Cause there's so many, there's so many viral YouTube videos about him. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. <laughs> I blow. The wind of God. The wind of God. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. Look up uh, Kenneth Copeland acting crazy with a reporter. He fucking, he fucking like, is like ten seconds away from strangling this girl, interviewing him. Yeah, that would. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen this screenshot before. Yeah, it's pretty. How are viral. you, sir? We'd just like to ask you about why you don't want to fly commercial. Why have you said that you won't fly commercial? You said that it's like getting into a tube with a bunch of demons. Why do you think well, that? No, no, listen to me, just singing. Not the people. The main reason is because of the need. If, if I flew commercial, I'd have to stop 65% of what I'm doing. That's really the main. Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury? How much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example? Well, for example, that's really none of your business, but... Isn't it the business of your donors? Listen... I paid. <laughs> you kind of caught me off guard here, okay? Certainly. Well, if you'd like to come out here, I'd like to give you a chance to to catch your breath and and have a conversation. We don't want to we don't want to catch you off guard. I love Inside Edition. You got to get this now. Hey, you listen to me. My my wife thinks Inside Edition is Look at his oh yeah. <laughs> now, thank you, Lord. Help me. Just let me let me pray. This thing. 
We have brought over a hundred. Let's see. This the latest figures just came out. Uh, 122 million people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I prayed about it, and I thought, I'm not missing that dedication in Jerusalem without the airplane that we have that I bought from Tyler Perry. And I didn't pay anywhere. And Tyler's one of the greatest guys. He made it. He made that airplane so cheap for me, I couldn't help but buy it. Well, my question then, well, well, okay, all right, but I want to get to the demons because people are very concerned about that comment. Give me a chance here, Inside Edition. I love your eyes. Okay, again, getting back to the comment. So creepy. You said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. What the fuck? (laughs) We wrestle not with flesh and blood but principalities and powers. Can you explain what you meant by that, yes. that, by that term then? Just, just explain, because it's really simple. You said you didn't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. What did you mean? The, well, let me so ask terrifying. you. Galatians <laughs> chapter 3. If you belong to Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to his promise. And his promise was great wealth. Glory to God. I love Inside Edition. I love the people on it. And it thrills me to get a chance to have my face on Inside Edition. (laughs) Thank you very much, Reverend. You have a nice day. Kisses her hand. Uh, Look this up if you're curious what we just watched. It's like, his name's Kenneth Copeland. I'm sure, he's pretty viral, so you might have already seen him. But, he looks like a demon wearing a, a human suit. Like his, yeah. his fucking eyes are so creepy. And uh, he's fucking... He looks pretty evil. And he bought Tyler Perry a, a jet, apparently. No, he bought a Tyler Perry's jet. Oh, okay. he oh, bought, he it bought from it from Tyler him. Perry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he's making fucking banks. So if you want to make a lot of money, become a preacher. Yeah. It's a good racket. But you've never seen that guy before, though? Only in America could this freak become so rich from selling religion. Uh, That's not true. Not true at all. (laughs) (laughs) How about the Catholic Church? Yeah. How about... Dude, have you seen... This is a rabbit hole, but it kind of relates to... I don't know. Loosely relates to (laughs) demons, I guess. Um, Have you seen, like the main chapel of the Catholic church, like what it looks like on the inside. Did we talk about this before? The Vatican or or the Vatican. Um, it looks like, like the, the interior looks like a snake head, like the, where everybody's seated. Look up the Vatican snake, uh, snake room. Dude, look at this shit. And this shit was designed like however long ago. Look how evil that looks. That is fucking creepy. That's in the Vatican. Or look up, look at this Vatican art, dude. I don't know. I'm, I keep pointing at my screen like you can see it. <laughs> um, right there. That's in the Vatican. It looks so demonic. Look at that shit. You guys, look up Vatican art and look up Vatican snake head. It, it's, it's so weird. I always, religion, man. Yeah, it's just like disguised evilness. Why would they design 
one of the most famous chapels like this. Look at wow. that, dude. It's not even subtle, I feel like. That is kind of weird. Yeah, it's super weird. A lot of conspiracy theories coming from this. Why would they put the uh, snake temptation of knowledge in the, in the Vatican? The knowledge of how the universe works? I don't know. This is the shit that... This and if ghosts are real, I feel like would we'll, would question my belief in like Satan. But not, maybe not, but I don't know. I don't. Eh. I know we've talked about that a lot. But if demons are real and if like priests can exercise them, and I mean, it could be mental illness too, whatever. But if it happens to be real <laughs> and priests can exercise them, I mean, I don't know. It's probably mental illness. Yeah. Or a million other things. But most of those things are probably fall under fall under mental illness. Yeah. Um What do you guys my think? My brain my brain is not working right now. Leave a leave a comments in the Instagram. So I can smash smash that subscribe button, dude. <laughs> tell us what you think about Kenneth Copeland, and tell us what you think about the Vatican snake. There was another one that I found a long time ago, and I like subscribed to his channel because it was like watching a train wreck that you can't look away from. Wait, what are you talking he's, about? He was this preacher who, like, he was like a Holocaust denier and like just, super weird, hateful shit. Yeah. A lot and of them like, are like that, I feel like. It was so weird, dude. Like, I like couldn't stop watching it because I was just like, how is this, how does this exist? <laughs> how is he a human? <laughs> yeah. Why has this guy not been wiped off the face of the <laughs> earth? Like, it's, where, such a, it, it's like obviously like an anti-hero thought, but part of me like <laughs> wishes there was like a gnarly superhero that would just go to these people and just fucking whack them. <laughs> like a Deadpool type person or a Batman. A Batman. <sighs> okay, like, which Rogers episode? Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, we're doing a show. Remember that? You know, sometimes I think we're just having a conversation. We're just talking to our friends, the yep. Baganites. The Baganites. Keep that stuck. We're, we're a half an hour in and we've not done anything. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know. I didn't know it's been that long. Uh, this episode aired January eighth, two thousand ten. Ten years ago. Exactly ten years ago. Ten and a half years ago. Today. Just this. They're at the Wolf Manor, the Clovis Wolf Manor in Clovis, California. Which I don't even know where the fuck Clovis, California is. Uh, it's been described as the black hole. As a black hole. Where the fuck is Clovis? Oh, we did. It's near Fresno. Yeah. Central California. Yep. Very weird, weird place. Yep. If you catch my drift, don't like that place. Bad, bad people there. Just kidding. Also good people, but you know what? Bad people too. 
Yeah. It's a black hole uh, from what I've heard. From I've been told it's described as a black hole. Uh wow, you cl- Oh, that's the wolf man. Okay. Um The cast of the Haunted Wolf Manor Live weekly web show. What? Oh, there's there's a fucking weekly web show. This guy's on this episode. Oh, uh, okay. And so is this guy. Both these guys. I wonder what they talk about for every episode. The Haunted Wolf Manor Live. Let's Google it. Final days. Did they tear it down? Apparently they did. It's been condemned. Yeah. Originally views. Andrews Estate, later the Clovis Avenue Sanatorium, is tor- is turn of the century mansion located. The manor is manor got its unwholesome reputation after years of being run and operated as a sanatorium. Become a landmark for paranormal location in the western United States and attracts researchers from all over the nation. Okay, that doesn't Oh, the city of Clovis has called it an attractive nuisance and is having it demolished since the owner failed to keep it up. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's probably attracting a lot of fucking weirdos. Yep. Trying to do some sane worship or something. He had years to clean it up and fix it up and he didn't. It's time to put it to rest. Maybe he didn't want to because <coughs> COVID. Uh, maybe uh, he didn't. <laughs> maybe he didn't want to uh, because he wanted to keep the integrity of, like you know, the spirits. Yeah. Or like the history. I miss the Wolf Manor. I literally live a block away from it. I've never been inside, but I had a connection with it probably because I passed through it. My whole life. What? Now it's just a patch of land, empty. That's it. We're reading YouTube comments. I actually got to go through there on a ghost tour. I heard voices and footsteps and some other creepy stuff. Cool. Four blocks from the Wolf Manor. Cool. (laughs) Dang, these are like the most descriptive YouTube comments I've ever seen. That's exactly what I wanted to see. Thanks. (laughs) I've never seen YouTube comments like this. In in 2014, I drove by and was taking a pic of, of the top left side of the house windows, of house windows, and, and, Two apparitions apparitions next to each other were there. No bull. I definitely believe you. 
Interesting. I took pics at night before it went down. I've never seen YouTube comments like this before. You so- had the privilege of invest. Had the privilege of 2014. Wish it didn't have to tear it down. You're so generic. I just want to see a fuck this place. I know most of the history. My friend's dad owns it, so I know a lot. These sound like bots. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> These comments are more entertaining than the actual video. <laughs> just like, like fucking minutes of it, just like of drone footage. Nice. I assume you used a drone to shoot that with a GoPro or something. Mike in Fresno I'm wondering what soundtrack the music is the the least the least the owner can do is allow people to create and flower bed dedicated what to the many people who died and suffered lonely I remember in 1970, we lived in the Philippines. I was 29 years after. It was 29 years after World War II. And right after Japan surrendered in 1945, (laughs) Americans left the Philippines. I remember playing in the woods and would see human bones stack one after another. And when they finally cleaned the place, that's when many people started seeing strange things. We knew how traumatizing and lonely that they went, and Damn, we all felt sad. You should comment under just be like, fucking Jesus. <laughs> you should comment on this and just say some dumb bullshit. Say, fuck this place or something. I'm just going to say Pepperidge Farms, Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> and everybody go <laughs> find this video and like Spencer's comment. It's called Wolf Man- Manor Final Days. Pepperidge. Find DJ BM's comment and like it. Get it to, get it to the top. P P E P P E R I D G E Farms. Wait, am I wrong? No. Hell yeah. Fucking spelling master. I'm just going to start hiding comments on YouTube and you guys have to go find them. (laughs) That'd be fun. Okay. Episode. Episode 10. We're so close. We're almost there. You know, we don't have that many like notes. We can just like fucking skim through it. Skim through it. Like I remember the the interviews. I didn't even know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote down 415 sound. These guys, and all the people, it's like the house owner who's in a paranormal investigator. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was doing. I was trying to find these guys' fucking... Oh, the radio show? The show. Yeah, there's like six people in the radio show, too. It was like a cast of like seven or six people. They made a bunch of fucking... Oh, this is the news. How thing. do they refrain from like talking over each other? Broadcast... Wolf Manor, Child Times Ghost Adventures, Haunted Mansion, Demolished. 
Mystery at the mansion. Wolfman place. There's nothing. Doesn't seem like it exists anymore. Maybe because it was torn down, though. Yeah. Probably Whatever. probably took their website down, too. Fucking over it. Uh, Dang, dude. That, that shit interests me so much. Like, the lost relics of the internet that you can never get back. Yeah. You know? You, they say it lasts forever, but... It really doesn't. There's a whole YouTube uh, or a YouTube competitor called Blip that uh, that got shut down and n- nothing on Blip was saved. So that I used to watch people on Blip, and um, now all those videos don't exist. Blip, Blip TV. I was gonna Google that, but then I was like, we're no. gonna go down another I know, rabbit yeah. hole. Comment. We're never gonna get to this fucking. Comment episode. and subscribe if you remember Blip TV. Smash that subscribe button. Smash the like. Turn that blue button white. Is that what it does? Or is it green now? I don't um, know either. Uh, there's a sound. Sound. Kids that lived here and family members, so you can just imagine the kids, the grandkids running around this house. Okay, so let's. Uh, yeah. Did you hear that? What's up? We heard a girl laugh. We both. You heard yeah, a girl laugh. Was when I was talking about the kids. Look at, I know. Look, I know. It's look at, hold on, hold on. Do you have a what happened? I just turned it on. Why is it doing that? That's never done that before. And this is. It's never gone That's, off before. It was so funny that you chose this clip because this is the exact moment where I was thinking this show is actually bad. And I remember, I remember this moment because, because he's, he's been through this so many times already. Where yeah. he's like, this equipment, it never does this. When does it ever do this? And it's and turns, it's so blatant to me now. And yeah. he's just going to keep doing that. <laughs> he turns on his EMF reader and it's pinging. Yeah, and it's like not working the way it should be. And he's freaking and out. And he's like, it. oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's never happened. done this in the history of this machine. Yeah. And then he pulls out another one to, to dummy check it. <laughs> Right where we just heard that laugh. Yeah. EMF readers are used to measure electromagnetic energy, which ghosts are said to be made up of. Aaron's was spiking off the charts. So this is another thing that he does that fucking drives me nuts. And Nick Groff does it too in his shows. Whenever he says anything like, which ghosts are said to be made up of, it's like, they always say, which ghosts are said to... They would say that instead of like people think they're made up of EMF, electromagnetic fields. Yeah, it's their uh, theatrics. Yeah. It's the theatrics it, in them. It never fails and Groff does it too. And I'm always <laughs> like, you sound like a fucking asshole. That's even more sad because that means he got it from Zach. <laughs> yep. Freaking Groff, dude. We pulled out a second EMF reader to verify whether or not the first was giving us a faulty reading. Two hold on, actual trifill meters doing the same thing right now. And it's fluctuating. The left one's what fluctuating. What in the hell, dude? And there is no electricity in here, Todd, is there? There is no electricity. None whatsoever. With no source of electricity to cause the energy spikes we were measuring, we had to ask ourselves if our EMF readers were indicating that the possible spirit that had been taunting us earlier by laughing was now right next to us. 
to have your home that you built for your family to, to, to raise your family in is now converted into a place where people die. That contrasting energy has got to just do something weird to the atmosphere. Yeah. Wait, yeah, oh yeah. Maybe that's why we're getting so many crazy EMF readings in here. Did I sound cool? <laughs> uh, I sound smart. Do I sound smart? Uh, Andrews State, 1935, sanatorium to the 42, sanatorium to the 60s, nursing home to the night until 1992, and then it was an estate until 2007, and then it was the Wolf Manor. What was the estate? Are these like different owners changing I the guess. names? I guess. I mean, Wolf Manor is kind of a cool name. Another haunted thing. Here's a psychic report by a psychic and a YouTube video they're that's always, been taken down. They're always reputable. YouTube video and not available psychics. because the account was terminated. I like this. They have like. It's what is this, by the way? Is this like a I don't know Wattpad? I don't know. <laughs> is this like a uh, an excerpt from like a book or something? This has only been viewed thirty four times. Dang, dude, we're the thirty fifth. You're welcome, Wattpad. <laughs> when was this published? Wattpad. I think this is an excerpt from this psychic's book. Because there's like dialogue and it's like there's like a ghost dialogue. William, I am 65 years old. Heart attack. I am Amel. I am 70 years old. We are all here. I am in front of you. We are all here and we are all going to stay here. We belong here. Yes, we are part of this house. This is where we live. What? 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 You're a friend. That's the... It's, no, you are friend. You are friend. <laughs> Not foe. <laughs> That's the end of the excerpt of the book. <laughs> Sounds pretty riveting. Uh, okay, my next one. Oh, this is funny. This house is in like shambles, right? It's obvious that they don't keep it up, but they have a fire extinguisher here on the floor because code. <laughs> Just like on the uh, floor. Yeah. That's why I got torn down. You have to have a fire extinguisher. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Also, elderly people here are very fragile. Took the took the hose, put it in his mouth, uh, discharged a fire extinguisher, and asphyxiated himself. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was picture too. That was gnarly. I remember that. Yeah. Like, that's how some. A huge. But so these guys make their living by giving ghost tours in this house. I wonder what they do now. Right. It's torn like down. that's what. That's what they do, right? That's what this whole, the existence of this house is, yeah. is them giving ghost tours. So there's no proof or documented evidence of any of these stories that they're telling that we know of. It doesn't seem that way. It's all hearsay. So who knows if any of this is actually real? Well, they, I guess you could look up metalcore records of, or I don't know, some sort of death record of how they killed themselves, but. Can anybody access that shit, by the way? I'm After pretty, a pretty certain sure, right? amount of time, it's public record, yeah. I think. 
So, I mean, I guess that can be a thing, but... Yeah, you, that's that guy. You know that they use that story to, like, hype up the place, though. For sure. They're Old like, man. And this is, this is the fire extinguisher he used. <laughs> that's why it's here. He stuck it up his ass. That was the story, by the way. The old guy. No, he right? stuck it in his stuck it in his mouth. Oh, and and he and drowned himself with like. He asphyxiated himself that's somehow. Pretty gnarly. And we kept uh, it here. Second floor. Oh, here's like a layout of it. Wow. Their basement was fifteen hundred square feet. This map looks like the map in like Resident Evil and like video games. You know, like check into rooms. That's what I've been playing recently. <laughs> A lot of Resident you Evil. You don't say. <laughs> My mind's been on on that every day. This map looks vaguely like a video <laughs> game that I've been playing a lot recently. My mind's always on the video games. Um, I don't care. I don't know why I'm looking into this. I'm trying uh, to debunk the truth or the oh non-truth. Yeah, Another Dutch much. angle. Yeah, a bad Dutch angle, not really, a good one. Really a weird one. There's another sound. <laughs> a huge breeze of air right here. Right here, I just felt a breeze hit my arm. Well, you're standing right Did next you to just a fucking window. Arm? Our EMF detector began to spike, possibly indicating the presence of a spiritual energy. Do you want to make a noise for us? Why don't you do that for us right now? Do you ever notice his fucking face when he does that? Watch his face. Do you want to make a noise for us? Why don't you do that for us right now? That whole like theatrical gesture. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's doing like a like a overreacting thinking face. Yeah, like his eyes okay, are almost up. Listening. Like, yeah. yeah. And this guy just looks bored as fuck. Yeah. So this, I actually, the more I was watching this episode, I think that was a fucking, some sort of electronic. I was about to say, I remember this distinctly and it sounds like a radar beep. It's like, or like, or like a cam, a video camera stopping recording. It doesn't sound like a woman at all. No. Ready? Why don't you do that for us right now? Boop. It sounds like a radar, Boop. like a Boop. sonar, like, and they're saying it's Boop. a whistle or a cry. No, that's an electronic, like yeah. a fire alarm, yeah, or a fire f smoke detector or something. Fuck them. Reaching. Change the batteries. Reaching. I don't change the batteries in my smoke detectors. I just take them off the wall. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm probably going to die in a fire. Yeah, that would be a poetic irony. Irony. It would be a horrible way to die, too. It would. Burning alive is not to play. And because I know how guns work, uh, your your ammo would get catch fire and shoot a bunch of bullets around your house and kill all your neighbors. <laughs> 
it'll kill your entire your entire neighborhood. <laughs> Not really how it works. <laughs> well, I see a lot of movies. It's so. not how it works. For those of you who are so inclined and curious, the bullet does not actually travel very quickly if it doesn't have a barrel to go down. It will explode in a fire, but it will not go very far, and it doesn't have a lot of velocity or energy because it needs the gases pushing it down a barrel to uh, gain speed. Spencer's tips. So... A new it's still not it's still not a thing you want to be standing next to if it blows up but uh it's not like the movies we should have that segment spencer's tips spencer's useless science facts useless knowledge <laughs> uh okay zach's dad joke We are in the room right now where you're telling us four different patients would have be crammed in this place. Correct. One one patient here, one, four. Four yes. patients in this room? Yes. yes, and you can see it's not that large of a room. You would have to have a lot of patients to be in here. Yeah. Wow, I missed that. <laughs> Today, if you- Wow. He said Oof. that with such convic- conviction, too. Yeah, he was, he was like <laughs> committed. Super committed. It's one thing I appreciate about Zach. He, stays, he owns it. At least. Yeah, he owns it. He stays committed. Uh, next one is their new tech. Infrared uh, or ultraviolet or whatever. Ultraviolet. You see like a little purple glow. What was that sound? More Dutch angles. You ask what this sound is every time you do this. It's okay. Can you blame me? We're talking about a ghost show, and then I hear <laughs> I a faint little girl know, laughing in the background. <laughs> and you, you, you already think my house is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it also doesn't help that you don't acknowledge it. So I'm like, did I hear that? I know. I. Because <laughs> part of me thinks it's not going to get picked up in the recording, but I think it does still get picked up. Um, well, especially because I compress the shit out of these. That recordings. is true. Yeah. Uh, we, we always record. I mean, like, uh, my sister's out of school and also COVID's happening. So she's always, like, playing. And, wow. And every, way to date it, bro. Way to date the show. <laughs> That's true, right? Um, and uh, so she's she's in the background. So if you guys notice that, once again, that's her. Um, my house is not haunted as far as not I know. Not a spirit. It's not a spirit that we know of. Yeah, that it could also be a spirit, but you just think it's your sister. <laughs> but she's actually trying to not fucking home. scare me because <laughs> I actually live here. <laughs> I thought my house was haunted at one point. <laughs> I still believe it. <laughs> Don't true. say that. Your house is probably haunted because it's bigger. Big houses are haunted usually. Just <laughs> based on the sheer <laughs> square footage. Yeah, the big houses are creep me out. Dude, it, it doesn't I, creep so you out I, yet. Dude, so my basement is like where I spend most of my time. Oh, and you have and a basement, like, dude. Yeah, my but it's like a finished basement, so it's just like a second floor of the house. Yeah, it's not creepy. It's creepy at night because okay. there's no there's two windows down here. One of them's in my office, and one of them's in the living room. Okay, that's like across from my office, and it's p- 
pitch black in my neighborhood at night. There's no street lights. So like that's the windows scary. are just and the back this window right here that's next to me leads to the backyard and it's like just a forest. There's no like houses yeah, behind that's, me. That's I feel like that's like Blair Witch shit. It's like every once in a while I think <clears throat> I see something in the corner of my eye at the window. And like it's like you're also we're also subterranean because it's a basement. So it's like four feet of or probably five feet of like dirt it like goes to the window i'm and so like, i'm excited to see it and and so like it's fucking creepy at night i put up these curtains because i wanted to be able to close the window at night yeah but like sometimes like in the middle of the night i'll have to come down here and like grab something and it's like dead fucking quiet and it's just creepy as fuck yeah it's like you're in the middle of the forest it seems like yeah so i mean like someone that's like a definitely a horror movie location yeah. Like if you didn't have all the protection you had, someone can just some psycho could run up and terrorize you. Yeah. We're also like in the cut. Like we're far from like any main road. Damn. So like it it like when they were talking about around here they were talking about the protests like starting to move into like residential areas, like suburbs. I started to like kind of cuz we were pretty close to Tacoma. Yeah. I was like start I was like oh shit. Like it's about to go down, and then I started thinking about. It. I was like, I I've been here for six months or so. Let's see, September, yeah, six, seven, eight months, and uh, I still get lost coming to my house. So like, there's there's no way no, that yeah. they're, like they're gonna meander on down my neighborhood. No. And there's like we're in like kind of like a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So it's like. There's only one way in and one way out. Yeah, it's, it's. How do you feel about that though? Do you? I mean, are you freaked out? Like, I mean, obviously you chose it, but like, I chose it for a reason. Yeah, and I mean, the isolation's nice, you know, when yeah, it, when it's we're, daytime. <laughs> we're backed up to so the the property behind us is government property. It's the base. It's JBLM. So like, okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know the Washington Tacoma area. Uh, there's a huge base here called the JBLM Joint Base Lewis McCord, and um, it's Army and Air Force, I think, and um, it's massive, like huge. Like you think Pendleton's huge, it's massive, and um, so this whole neighborhood backs up. Like there's a sign on my fence in the backyard that says "Government Property No Trespassing," and it's a barbed wire fence. Like you can't go past it. So. Like we literally have fucking battalions doing land nav like training with Humvees and fucking APCs. I've seen driving uh, past our our fence. Yeah, I've seen Michelle post like a Instagram something about it. Yeah, and the dogs will go fucking run and try yeah, to get them. And stuff. Um, but I like this because I don't a I don't like being in major cities. <clears throat> Because I don't like the noise. I don't like the rustle bustle. I don't like, generally don't like being around a lot of people. Um, and generally in big cities, you have a lot of turnover with neighbors and stuff. For sure, so People yeah. will sell their houses and move a lot. So you're constantly changing your neighbors and having to reacclimate. So I wanted a place where like I could get to know my neighbors and they're going to stay. You're one of you those know? people, huh? Yeah. Um, I never knew you were. I, I mean, actually, I, I, I kind of I should know you were. You actually were like that when you lived in California. I hate 
people. So like I want to get to know my neighbors and like I've always had bad experiences with neighbors because I've always lived in apartments in major cities. Yeah. And so like I've always just had bad experiences with neighbors. So I wanted to have like good neighbors. I wanted to be far from my neighbors. Um my next door neighbor's a drug dealer, so I kind of missed the mark on that. But um, the other Wait, side, your current, she's your rad. current neighbor, yeah, <laughs> uh, he's this like old Desert Storm vet that's like growing weed in his garage and has a constant flow of drug addicts coming to his house. I wouldn't um, call weed users drug addicts. They are drug addicts. They may be buying weed from him, but they're using a lot more. A than lot weed. more. Okay. Yeah. Um, that sucks. So I don't like that, that those people know where I live. Not that they care, but like that, like if I leave my garage door open and they see valuables in my garage or something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I don't like that, but I have cameras on my house. I'm sounding so paranoid. I have well, cameras. You do have a lot of protection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I also love, I, I think about things in a defensive way. Yeah. So when I look at this house, I can, from Michelle's office, I can see, I also just, I have to think about that stuff because of who Michelle is and the, like who I am and what I do. So like, yeah. I have to be able to think about that stuff. I, if I don't think about that stuff, I'm just being dumb. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get that. For, I mean, I, I wouldn't say people are seeking this to see where Michelle lives though. You'd be surprised. In Washington? When we posted our old house where we lived, mm-hmm. we posted a, a picture of the front of the house. Okay. Um, somebody went... We didn't post our address. We posted that we lived in the Tacoma area. Nothing else. They took the numbers on the side of the house, which was whatever, 9881 or some shit, uh, and found the listing on Zillow and messaged us and was like, Hey, just so you know, I know where you live and sent us a picture of like the front of our house. Like in a creep. I mean, it's obviously creepy, but did they try to do it in a nice way? Like they didn't get what they were saying. You know, some people are socially, you know, they don't, they don't understand that what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. So like, if you think about like the people that show up at like YouTubers houses, yeah, like they're not there to like cause harm. They're just fans, and they want to like. So it was one of those people. Meet them, yeah. It was a younger person. Does she have young young fans? No, it's like normal age, like. Because that's 20s. weird. Because usually the YouTube stalkers are like fifteen year old kids. Yeah, they're this is like a twenty year old. But that's so the weird. thing that weirded us out was like this person went through the time and the energy to figure out because like I hadn't even thought of that. Like I've always thought of like you know don't put your shit on the fucking internet, obviously. But like you know. Uh, this person like went through the fucking effort to like f- figure out where we live. I think you could pretty much figure out where anybody lives. Yeah, you can if yeah. you put in the effort. Yeah, if you care enough, right? So that's just—it's just a weird thing. It's just unsettling, right? It's like somebody drove past my house. That is super weird. Was it a was it a girl or a guy? I think it was a girl. That's probably better though. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, we've she's gotten fucking weird messages, and I've gotten weird fucking messages, and you have too. Yeah, not from like fans, but just people who don't like what I do, and oh, whatever. Oh well, yeah, you know, you're gonna yeah. anybody in the spotlight's gonna get that. 
Right. But, so, um, yeah, I, you know, I, all, I understand there, that for sure. Yeah. So in any case, we, you know, we picked this house a, because it was in our price range. B, we loved it. Like it was, there was already a lot of stuff done to it. Cause the previous owner was an interior designer. Oh, nice. So there's already stuff done to it that we wanted to do. Um, and then, uh, it was tucked away to where we don't have to be around like a lot of people. Like I didn't want to be next to a highway or a fucking major road where I have to listen to traffic all the time. We didn't want a lot of like pe- people driving around the neighborhood and stuff like that, that we don't know. Um, at our old house, we lived on a major arter- arterial road. So like it was a big neighborhood, but there's a major artillery arterial road that went through it. Onyx, which you, you I remember. You went yeah. to it was like a yeah. neighborhood. <clears throat> yeah, but there's like a bunch of smaller veiny roads that went off to other parts of the neighborhood, but yeah. we lived on the main road of the neighborhood, and our fucking mail would get stolen all the fucking time. I remember you posting videos of that shit. Dude, fucking driving me nuts. Yeah, that's it's never like, happened that's, to me before, ever. You live in a gated community. I know, though. but even like before I lived in a gated community, like yeah, well, that never and, happened. And, and, I feel like it's gained a lot of popularity in the popularity with the popularity of Amazon. Yeah. Well, but by, um, by the way, with that, my mom got, um, my mom got her car broken into in this gated community. Really? Yeah. Like hardcore. Doesn't she park in the garage? Um, this just this one time she didn't, and the car was parked right outside, um, like my window. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear anything. They like broke the window. Um, they, uh, she, it's like the, I mean, her fault, you know, but the, the one time she left her car unlocked too, cause uh, she's, she's used to parking in the garage. Right. And yeah. she, she has a sense of safety cause living in this gay community, which I don't think you should have because a lot of people go to gay communities to rip things off for that reason. Yeah. I always lock my car. I always take anything valuable out of my car and I've never gotten my car broken into, um, Luckily, never got my window broken into, but I never leave like shit and like, camera shit. I never leave any of that shit in my car. I've heard too many horror stories. Like mine. Yeah, like yours was one of the worst ones. Um, Spencer got like $10,000 of gear stolen out of his car from yep. from Long Beach, which is like notorious for, you know, car thieves. Smashing grabs. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, she got her car broken into because she, you know, let her guard down. And, um, but it was just, you know, it's, it's so weird because it was like right outside her window. Um, obviously it was a, probably a dude who just came and he's trying every fucking car door yep. and then that one opened and it was like jackpot, you know? Yep. And I forgot what was in it, but I think there was some valuable shit in there. And so, um, always lock your car guys, no matter where you yep. are, no matter where you live. Yep. I went to lunch, got my car broken into like during the that's crazy during the middle day. of the day yeah yep in Long Beach no here in Tacoma oh shit I went to lunch uh from I was right down the street from my work major road like major street and uh I was inside for 45 minutes my buddy went outside to leave to go back to work he's and he called me he's like yo uh you didn't have anything valuable in your car right and I was like what he's like yeah somebody broke your window I was like fucking booked it out how, there. How do people not see that and like say something? You'd be surprised how few crimes get reported. Or maybe it happens so fast, you know. Well, it's all, it's also like a major city and they're really good at 
people that do that a lot are really good at making it look like they're not doing anything. I feel you like know? breaking a window is so, so. Well, they have tools you know. to do it to where it's tempered glass, so they have tools to do it to where they just go and it just, you know, it's it doesn't like like in the movies. It just kind of crumbles. Yeah, yeah, and it crumbles into little pieces. Yeah, that sucks. Um, anyway, dude. that fucking anyway, sucks. Anyway, so yeah, I was pissed. Um, anyway, uh, you know, from Michelle's office, there's this big window that faces out towards the street, and there's only two ways. There's one road, but it's a loop, so it like kind of comes across, and then you turn left either one street or another street, and it's like a big loop, and it goes back out. So there's we're in the very corner of that loop, and so I can see from that window the end of both of those streets. So I can see entry to both ways to enter our neighborhood or our little street from one point in our house. And I can also, when I'm in the basement, it's subterranean. So like if shit hits the fan, I'm underground and uh, I have um, eye level windows that are skinny. So there's not a lot of like exposedness and I can still see out of the house. Um, and I have an escape route out the back to go over that fence and into the fucking woods and be a fucking Sam sketch. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot and the, the bottom three feet of the wall of the basement is all concrete. So like earthquakes, whatever floods, fucking whatever. It's like, you know, good to go. So, um, there's a lot of reasons, but those were definitely considered considerations. Um, and I think about that stuff a lot because a, I've been like trained to, but also, um, you know, shit's fucking crazy. I know. You never know. I know, you know, but your mindset, my mindset is like almost the exact opposite. I mean, I'm paranoid, but like, I'm like, a, I'm like someone who's just like, fuck it. <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. Well, when I go to <laughs> restaurants, I sit with my back to the wall. Always. I, dude, I know. Like it's it's but it's like it's it's also like this is why like I a, think you don't enjoy people though and this is why I think it's hard for you to enjoy the, those public things public outings. Well, it's also just I don't trust people. I don't like people. Which is I smart, you know. And like, I it's not like I'm sitting there like fucking freaking out everywhere I go. Yeah. I just take unconscious precautions. Like I'm not, I'm not going to a restaurant going, okay, where, where am I going to sit? Where's the, you know, like I no, just I know, naturally I go there out of habit. Yeah. But, you know? but and, I like, I, my view and I used to have the same view, but I think my view now is, and I do think this is a lot more logical than it is optimistic. Um, but I feel like the world is filled with generally at least I would say even more so, and I know people would argue me on this, but I feel like the world is filled with a lot of good people more than bad people. If it was, sure. if, it was if it was filled with bad more bad people than good people, then our shit would fall apart. Like, completely. but even if you have a even if you have a room of two hundred really good people, yeah, no, it takes, takes it takes all one it takes bad is person. one. Yeah, it, it takes yeah. It, it's really easy to destroy things. Yeah. You know, it takes one person to do it, but um. But I feel like the, the, there's a balance, and I think the balance is always there. And obviously, I wouldn't be able well, to say at, that to, toward, to people who have experienced tragedy, so I totally get that. But but I also, I, 
I live my life in such a way that I don't let it impede my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't not go to places because I'm scared yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I just take easy, quick precautions that don't impede anybody, including myself. That's the most important uh, thing. Is, is to make you're not stepping on anybody else's toes, right? Um, except for Michelle's when she sees me fucking scanning the room and goes, "Stop it!" Um, but and I don't do it on purpose. You know, I'm not sitting there like thinking about it. It's just a unconscious awareness. No, I know. I just that, think it's, if that makes sense. I think that's funny that she gets mad about that because yeah, because well, like, I also this is you for know, your safety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> protecting you. Um, but I also, you know, I grew up in the restaurant industry. So every time I go to restaurants, I'm like watching the operations of the restaurant unconsciously. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was like your first job, right? Yeah. Well, my dad too, you know, I grew up going to restaurants and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she hates when I do that too. She's like, stop judging. You know, (laughs) I'm not judging. I'm just watching. Like it's not, you know, (laughs) silently Um, judging. Yeah, but I also I'm also a people watcher. Like I, as much as I hate, I, I don't hate people. I hate interacting with yeah. people. Yeah, that's that's so an like, overblown statement, and I know that is. Yeah, you, know, you don't hate people. I feel like we have the same. We have a slightly the same view of that. Like I, like I think that people bug me. Like people, the things people do bother me, and I'm more I'm aware now, more so than when I was younger, that I do things that bug me like i do there's things i do that i get bugged with when other people do it so i i so that's why i've like eased up more because i i i understand but then there's certain things where i just don't relate to at all that seems to be common that bugs the shit out of me so i I, and i relate to that and it makes me not want to interact with people yeah but um but yeah i don't hate people i i strongly dislike people though (laughs) Yeah, I I would say I hate being around people. <laughs> I don't hate people. I just I like There's watching line, people like. from from afar. <laughs> uh, I like studying yeah, I people. Yeah, studying their I, movements. And I, I really am like fascinated with the human condition. You know, yeah. like how how people go about their day to day life and how they do things differently or how they. You know, I, was, I had this. I had a great time watching. I was flying back from California recently. Yeah. And we're in the COVID thing. Sorry, I'm dating the show. Um, so, you know, planes are fucking half full, you know? Yeah. Um, and you get a row to yourself. And we were lucky enough to be on a flight where there was like probably 30, 20, 30 people on the plane. And so I'm watching this lady across from me in this aisle across from me. And she's just like got her shoes off, feet kicked up on the seat in front of her, just like no regard for anyone else on the plane right and like and like can't sit still got up to go to the bathroom three or four times on a two-hour flight like just couldn't but but like seemed to just have made herself at home and i was just so fascinated i fly a lot so like this i'm like watching people on planes is like so fascinating to me and like how everybody gets up as soon as the lights come on everybody stands up it's like you're gonna be standing there for 20 minutes while the plane de- de- disembarks. I know that also bugs like, me too. <laughs> and so, like, I just laugh every time. I'm like, okay, so you've stood up so you can stand uncomfortably instead of sitting uncomfortably. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. Like, 
Um, but it's just it's fascinating to me. Like you think, and the people that like rush to get on the plane, like they're like so urgent to like get on the plane when they're like group has been called i know and they like want to get on the plane first i'm like you're just gonna sit on the plane you have, longer you have a like, assigned seat too it's yeah, not like you're, you're gonna lose your not, spot yeah and like they're like if you obey the rules there's a spot for your carry-on bag so like yeah. what's the fucking rush and if there's not a spot for your carry-on bag guess what they're gonna check it for free it's not like they're gonna be like oh, i can't bring that gotta leave it in the terminal like gotta throw it away gotta leave it no. in texas yeah, they're, they'll just check it. So, like, what's the fucking rush? Now you just got a free check bag. Yeah. Like, you know? and Group mentality, it's, dude. It's it's just group mentality. It's, just, it's fascinating to me, yeah. though. It's like like the, the lack of, like, I don't want to call it common sense, but just, like, logical thought when it comes to, like, these types of things. And, like, I was, like you said, like, I used to do that stuff. Like, I'd stand up as soon as the lights came on and I'd be in such a hurry to get on the plane. Yeah. Don't know why I wanted to get off the plane maybe, but I once you sit and think about it, just because you stand up doesn't mean you're getting off the plane any faster. You know? Well, that's how you change is the humility is when you look at yourself and you see the shit that you're doing that's the same as the shit that bugs you. And yeah. you take a step back and realize that, you know, I I need a change, you know. And, um, and a lot of people don't like, I I would even say, and this might be pessimistic, but I think most people don't have that. (laughs) I think a lot of people, they don't even think about it. They, they, it's just, they're on autopilot. They're just like sleep, fuck, eat, you know, whatever, you know, work. And they're just, and there's something kind of cool about that. Like part of me, which is I, I didn't overthink so much. That I that I was just like straight in the moment, just doing whatever I wanted. And if I sat on a subway or a bus, I was like, I would be that asshole that just spread my legs and just fucking took took up my yeah. space. Because those people don't give a shit, and they're nope. they're probably happy. <laughs> they're probably yeah. like oh, yeah. genuinely happy, not giving a shit. But I just like think about how rude that is. I think about how like. I don't want to inconvenience someone else. Like I would never like take my shoes off and put my feet on the person's seat in front of me on a plane. Yeah. That's, it's weird. Like I, I, I don't like inconveniencing people maybe to a fault, but like, I feel like that's not a fault and I feel like it shouldn't be. <laughs> right. But, um, a lot of people well, also, don't care. It's, it's funny too, because like, like people think I'm an asshole because I'm just like, I am a straight shooter. I don't have much of a filter. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that about me. Um, you actually, your filter has um, grown over the years. Yeah. I, rem- sure I remember old you with no filter <laughs> and how brutal it was for certain people who didn't know you. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I am sorry for the people under me at work. I mean, um, to, and to me, to be honest... I thought that was like endearing, like I, because I, I'm the exact opposite of that. I don't like causing problems. <laughs> I don't, I don't like pissing people off. But I remember you would like, especially because we were both in music. Like, I'm, <laughs> dude, I remember. I'm sorry, if this is interrupting an offshoot, but like, um, I remember you recording one of my friends, <laughs> like their this music. Ari's band. Yeah, no, was, uh... I think it was one one of them. I forgot okay. exactly who it was to be honest, but. I was there and I remember you listened to something they did and you're like, this is garbage. This is so bad. 
And I would never say that. <laughs> and I remember they didn't know what to say because people don't really know what to say in that moment. Like when you're getting like genuine like fuck you vibes, <laughs> people don't really know how to react to that. You know, you'll either react by by not knowing what to do, or you'll react like you want to punch them in the face. You know. Um, but they obviously reacted like, "What the fuck do I say to that?" Because <laughs> they're they ever- they're really excited to show you. I remember, and I thought it was bad too. I just didn't want to tell them. Oh my! I God. loved I loved it. I I thought it was. Refreshing. I think I, I remember that band. I don't remember that instance, but I remember yeah, that dude, band. It was Puya. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. He was the singer. Fuck, dude. <laughs> That was the anyway, dude that fucked with our shit at yeah, that show, Yeah, yeah, this right? guy. We are playing a talent show. This is all... I was a f- uh, in high school. This is our band, and Spencer was, like, just out of high school. And we played my high school talent show. And um, this fucking crushed dude... Crushed it. Yeah, we crushed it. It was, like, a movie moment. Like, people were talking <laughs> to me about it after. It was, it was pretty cool at the time. But, like, this, uh, this fucking dude was, like, jealous of us or something. He, was, he used to be my friend. And uh, he... And, um, our guitar player at the time caught him going to our instruments and like detuning them. And he was telling our guitarist that he was trying to fix it for us when nobody asked him. Like you don't touch someone else's instruments, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's like, like a that's like a big no no. It's like a big it's not industry. even an unwritten rule. That's like a big just like no no. That's how you get punched to square. Yeah, in you the just face. don't touch anybody's instruments, you know, unless yeah. they give you permission to. Right. Um, like we weren't, we weren't even in the room. No, yeah, we were, none of us knew this guy except for you. Yeah, and we were, and I wasn't like really f- cool with him. <laughs> and uh, we were uh, watching the other acts. We, this is like not during rehearsal. This was during like the actual show. And then we were freaking out. Like we, I, I think Taylor went up to tune his guitar again. Bass is pretty easy to tune. I didn't need to do anything. I don't even think he touched my guitar. I think he just touched my brother's guitar and he touched Taylor's Taylor Morrow's guitar. Yeah, and I was like. I remember what, Taylor dude? was so heated, dude. Yeah, I know. He was so mad. And he's the kind of guy that's the same way. He would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So it was weird. Fucking. But anyways, the, the point is that, yeah, Spencer didn't have a filter. <laughs> and, he, and he still doesn't. <laughs> that, but. that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> like, that's t- totally something I would do back then. <laughs> I always remember that. That, that was like, that was the, I've seen a lot of instances where you've done stuff like that, but that's like the most blatant I've ever seen personally. <laughs> I was like, dude, it's so, <laughs> it's so I, cold. <laughs> I mean, they were terrible though. <laughs> I know, I know they, they were, so were but, bad. but dude, artists are sensitive. That's I the know. thing is you, you can't do that to I mean you can and they get ridiculed all the time by the public. But these were dudes but who the, weren't good, you know, and they wanted someone like you to say, Oh dude, it's fine, you need some work, but you know, which is what I would say. <laughs> but like <laughs> you're like, dude, what is this? <laughs> it's fucking garbage. <laughs> that was so Well, funny. I'll I'll never forget the biggest wake up call, call I got in my music career was somebody doing that to me. Oh and yeah, well, who? Todd. Yeah, but when dude, we recorded yeah, in Nashville, how did he end up? Yeah, I know. But we all ended but, up out of the music industry, except for I mean, you were in it longer than he was. I feel like. Well, he'd been way. doing it for years. I, and years yeah, and years I, I know years. that. I know that. But like, but so, but here's the thing, though, like. For context for all you listeners, we're 
fan. Now that I know. we're we're talking we're about inside baseball here, so who far fucking back. cares about this episode? This is the so, this is the. <laughs> we're already gone so long. This is now. This is just a conversation episode. Uh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, our band. We went in. And by our band, I mean me and Taylor because you and Taylor didn't go. So there's two Taylors and two Spencers in yeah, our band. Th- that was funny, by the way. Yeah. Kind of dumb. Um, the singer's name was Taylor, who's Spencer's older brother. Yeah. And the lead guitar player was this guy named Taylor Morrow. T- Taylor's friend that he brought Taylor's in. friend, yeah. And then uh, it was me on drums and Spencer here on bass. And so rhythm was spencer's and Leeds was taylor's anyway uh so charming little fun fact uh so we were in this band for years we did this for years and it started as taylor's like he was a singer songwriter in high school and then i was a recording engineer and i played drums mediocrely and i wanted to help him because i thought he was super talented so i brought him in to record you weren't bad at drums Everybody, I said, I said mediocre. I know, but I don't even think you're mediocre. Like you kept time pretty well, and that's like the most important thing. There's a lot of yeah. drummers who are probably more like noodly than you, but they couldn't keep time. Well, that's because I knew my limits. <laughs> yeah, but that's all you need to do is keep time. I mean, yeah, yeah. Don't nobody, sell yourself. Nobody ever, short. nobody ever accused Ringo Starr of being a fucking amazing drummer. No. But nobody accused him of being a bad one either. Um, so. Anyway, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, we so we went. We had this opportunity to go to Nashville and record a record with this producer manager that was helping us. And when I had my recording studio, I started a quote unquote record label, which is just a legal way for me to pay for my own music shit. And um, so I had a, a bunch of this money, and so I decided that we were gonna hire this manager to kind of help us kickstart our band that had just kind of been a local band up until that point. So I paid him an un, un absurd amount of money to go record in Nashville at his studio with a bunch of hired musicians from Nashville. Now, if any of you know anything about the music scene in Nashville, it's like another level. Like it's not LA it's fucking these dudes are like musical prodigies like anybody that does anything in nashville musically like on a professional level they are fucking unbelievable musicians yeah, it's still that so, it's still that way like yeah still yeah i was actually just talking to my buddy that lives there and plays music there and he's like he's one of the best drummers i know and he can't keep up with the local talent <laughs> he's like dude these guys are insane and he's a fucking amazing drummer so anyway um so we go record and i we we had recorded pre-production before that, so we'd recorded like demos of the songs we wanted to like reproduce and record there. And so I bring I'm think I'd like recorded this demo and like by the time we were done recording, I was like, we could release this. This is amazing. I did such a good job. I remember that. Right? Yeah. And so we take it down there and we're showing the producer and we're like, Yeah, these are the songs we want to record. And his job was to basically fix the songs so that they were better songs uh, or help us fix them and then re-record them better production quality. So I paid him something like fucking 40 grand or some shit to do no, a fucking that's record. That's fucking unbelievable. And so we flew out. Taylor and I flew out because we didn't want to pay to fly the whole band out. So we 
flew Taylor and I flew out there and we spent like two weeks recording this record. And um, the first thing we did was go in the producer's car and put on the demo for him and or the pre-production and he just rips it apart. Basically does the same thing that I did to them. Like this is complete trash. It sounds like shit. I can't understand a word that your singer's saying. Like this is terrible. Dude, my but my but, my argument if I if I'm gonna interject on that for like against that is I feel like Todd's version of like good was different than what we wanted. You know, obviously yeah, there sure. obviously where they were demos, but we were all like fresh out of high school. Like if you hear yeah. any of those bands that were still in high school making music, it sounded like what we were making. Like it's it's we're not supposed to be like you know you especially you you're not supposed to be this producer magic man you know right out of college right out of community college you know and like we're not supposed to be like the best we're just i'm just i'm still i remember when this was going on i was a sophomore in high school taylor had just graduated i think you were like you know still in um community college like your first year or something or second year whatever it was and like I think it was just unfair. Like they're demos. They're clearly demos, you know? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And, but, and, but I just, sorry, go I on. just got, I just gotten done telling him like how stoked I was on him. You know, I was like, Oh, I think this yeah. sounds fucking awesome. I know, but you're we, like we, a 19 year old kid. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Also like, like to fast forward the process, like the album that you guys made with Todd, I don't like. <laughs> Personally. No, I don't. I refuse to listen there, to it. It's, it's I terrible. think it's terrible. Yeah, I think the one that we yeah. did after was way better. Yeah. So like, I think it's just the demo. Like, he didn't get what we were trying to do, and he was not at all. He was trying to make us into this like folk country band. Yeah. And we that's not what we wanted or what we ever were. And I remember no. like the first time hearing that EP, um, like I I was like trying to like it. And that's not that's not what you want, you know. I was like trying to find things in it that I liked, and I I didn't even like how it was mixed, dude. I I didn't think it was like mixed well at all. I think like one of her songs, the guitar was like horrible sounding. Oh yeah, like well, it's funny. So we we finished the first day of recording, which was laying down drums to a scratch track, and I played drums live with the bass player, which. If you know anything about recording, you seldom record live instruments together. Yeah. You usually track them. So you track one instrument at a time. So I had to play live to a click with this bass player who was so far above my skill yeah, level. He's like a straight-up right? studio musician. Yeah. yeah. And he played for like fucking James Otto or fucking Rascal Flatts or some shit. He was like some fucking gnarly bass player. All these player. country dudes. Yeah. And um, uh, he... So we go to dinner that night, and I'm just thinking, like, I just crushed this, right? I'm like, I'm fucking stoked, right? Because I got through it. Like, I laid down a track. It wasn't good, but I did it. And so we we sit down at dinner with this guy, and he looks at me, and he, mind you, I'm paying for this. <laughs> like, this isn't like a record label paying for I know, for that it. sucks, no, dude. I'm paying like, for this, right? I was always I weird about all- you doing that, even at the time. Yeah. So I'm paying for this, and this fucking dude sits me down with Taylor and goes, look, man, if you can't get your shit together and play, then I'm going to bring somebody in who will. Basically telling me, you suck at drums. Yeah, but, and here's my problem with that, is what you just said. You're paying for this, 
You know, if if we suck, we suck, whatever. But like you're paying, especially we should have been on it. Like I should have been on it too. You know, um, it was like a, a band. You know, I mean, I'm glad I wasn't yeah. <laughs> to be in hindsight. But I don't understand what Todd's angle was because he never did anything for us. <laughs> yeah, like he he really never did, and he wasn't that good of a manager if he ended up where he did. But I mean, also I don't know about his past. I understand that he managed some pretty high profile people but like i i he really mismanaged us i feel like he like took your money <laughs> he did I f- and and he knew he was doing it and he like and i think he was like unfair with how he treated you and my brother because like we were like fresh out of high school just trying to record an album and he knew we didn't know anything about the music industry yeah so like i i look back on that with bitterness but at the same time what we did after was so much better than what we did with him. Yeah. And I still listen to that record. I think it's great. And I think you, I think it's mixed way better than Spider and the Blossom. And you, you did that. Yeah. The Phoenix is like my magnum opus. I I love it. Yeah. You guys, you guys should listen. If you guys want to hear a band and you're interested in our lives, because this is an episode that's not about Bacon's Bros right now. Um, Go to YouTube. It's only on YouTube. Uh, and look up Taylor Collins' The Phoenix. If you type that in, will, will you find it? Yeah, because Taylor actually texted me <laughs> the other day. Recently? Was like, yeah, like two days ago. Oh, cool. It was like, dude, I just, uh, Overthrown just fucking came up on my feed, and I miss it. Oh, like randomly? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Or it was like before you or something. Oh, that's that's, that's uh, a music video the, we did. You guys can see yeah, us in a music nice. video, dude. That music video is not bad, by the way. It's fucking. Terrible. It's not that bad, especially for your skill level at the time. It's re- it's really not that bad. Before you, I like the concept of it a lot. I think it, here's a little here's a little it, snippet, friends. It's just it. Oh yeah, you want to play it? Look how young. Why does it sound so good? Does it sound bad for you? What? Does it sound all, does it sound all distorted? Yeah, just because it's through my headphones. Does it sound like that for you? Yeah, it's not supposed to. Dude, this is good, dude. We were good. (laughs) It's so... (laughs) It's like... Completely peaking. Dude, look how cool I look. We all look cool. Damn, dude. I 
fucking short hair. It's so weird. I don't have a beard. You also have no beard. And I have hair. Are we playing the whole song? No. <laughs> Dude, that was good, though. What do you guys think? Comment, like, subscribe. Comment below. <laughs> Dude, I was just realizing, because you know John listens to this. Yeah. He's going to love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, this will be his favorite episode. John, we miss you. Yeah, John's our guitar oh, player. Oh, I gotta send him a fucking wedding invite. Fuck. Yeah, I dude, forgot about I'm you, sure, John. I'm sure he feels like shit. I'm <laughs> he sorry. Knows you're getting married, dude. Well, we haven't sent him out yet. So I, know. I, I miss him actually so much. Like I genuinely, I miss John's. John, I miss you so much. And I'm I am down to hang out if if uh, you're not gonna get me sick. <laughs> Is he sick? No, I just I, I don't know. Did In I case he has COVID or whatever. Johnny boy, did I send him a thing? I did. Damn, he still okay. uses so Facebook. I, <laughs> he still I uses Facebook. <laughs> Who uses Facebook? Yeah, John, stop using Facebook. <laughs> All right, let's get to this episode so we can oh my, move on. Dude, we're so. Can we, can we? Let's get to the investigation. Okay. Uh, lockdown. Sorry, guys. We're on. <laughs> two. In, a, we're on an hour and a half into this a, episode, and we're just now getting to this. Massively long. It's actually not as long as I thought. I thought we were like, like two hours or something. Uh, but it's cool because people haven't gotten an, uh, an episode in like two weeks, so. There you yeah. go. Well, now you get some really intimate details into our personal into lives. our personal lives. That is very true. Well, ho let's hope this doesn't blow out our ears because I just changed all the levels. Okay. Next up on our mission is a trip back into town to pick up some amazing new equipment that was invented by paranormal expert Andy Coppin. Andy designed and built this UV camera. There are still things that we feel things that we hear that may be paranormal that we still can't see using night vision cameras. Infrared light, it can only see a, a, a small portion, right, of the, of the light spectrum. Okay, he's talking about infrared light, this new gizmo that he's going to use, so we'll go to the lockdown. Infrared light, spectrum, light spectrum, super interesting. It shows like a little purple like shadow walking around. Which is a little bit weird. I did write that down as a note. It was like kind of cool, I guess. I guess. Um, so, Todd, you know what that means, right? By the way, I've learned now that the reason why they do the fist bump is for good luck. What do you mean? That's... That means you're on your own. They do the fist bump before every lockdown, which they don't do anymore. But does that Spoiler mean alert. like good luck in some sort of historical viewpoint no. or is that just like their version of good luck that's the begging's way to do it did they actually say yeah. that why don't you lock yeah, us well. in your uh your beautiful building here thanks man actually yeah we always do that for good luck it doesn't help here uh, it doesn't help here. i own this building please come <laughs> visit me paid admission fee dang that guy didn't take care of the building not at all i love this moment Th this this moment right now you know when the fighters are walking to the cage? This is so corny right here. Crowd is all around them, pumping them up. Yeah, yeah. 
That's what this feels like right now. No, it does not. Like they're over there, we're over here in our side of the ring, it's like, all right. Exactly. Exactly. You ready? You're fucking. You ready, Aaron? Do it. And I hope you. This is so funny, too. This is this is another super cringe moment for me. I was like, this is so cringy. You're all ready. I'm doing this because I feel there's intelligent spirits here from what happened earlier today and from all the interviews, which means that they're probably hearing me right now. They're sitting in all these different corners of the rooms right now, figuring out if they're going to be nice or they're going to be mean to us. We come here with all due respect. But we also heard on the flip side of that coin that there's some spirits here that are very mean. And you have hurt and you've tried to push people down this staircase here. You see that door? We're not gonna be leaving that door for the next 12 hours. So you do what you wanna do with us if that's how you wanna act. Did I look badass? Did I look, when I walked off frame like that, did I look badass? And I love that he added like a little like cinematic swell. The like he wants you to really think he's badass. Cut to Aaron doing nothing meaningful yeah. at all. I'm gonna map out our. Uh... Dude, that fucking comparison is fucking hilarious. He wishes he was a UFC fighter. For he sure. He really wants to be. Yeah. Like I, dude, walking out into like a fight where you're like half naked and you're about to like fight for your life in front of millions of people is probably the most nerve-wracking thing you could ever do. Besides, obviously, going to war and all that shit. It's not comparable, comparable to that. But it's nothing compared to what they're doing. <laughs> like, walking out into a haunted house is nothing like that. Yeah, he... Uh... <coughs> <coughs> I would have equated it to, like, the calm before the storm. Or just, I don't know. I mean, like... Going, because I've been to like haunted places before with a friend, um, like to the insane asylum I went to, and it just felt like you feel like you know nervous and stuff, but it's like kind of like the feeling before you go on a roller coaster. It's not like yeah as intense as like a fight, you know. Yeah, but Zach thinks so. Well, Zach wants a lot of things to be true. Yeah. Are spirits speaking within the white noise? Who's in here? You want to play around with us? Aaron, do me a favor. Yeah. I want you to go down to the end of the hall down there. Okay. Nick, you go in that room and where the dolls are. Now, Nick, come back out of there, okay? These dolls look come back creepy out of there, as hell. Just come back out where you were. Tell me something. Can you talk Stay to right me? There. Just then, Nick's digital recorder captured a creepy EVP that appears to be a spirit speaking directly to him. If you want to tell me something, can you talk to me? Kill him. I'm not about it. Kill him. Kill him with fire. Ruin his career. Nick will not be on this show much longer. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Is this doll Zach just start, predicting Zach the future? Just starts, <laughs> Zach just starts putting little Easter eggs in all the EVPs. I would love that. I love if, Nick. I love if he like retroactively went back into old episodes and like re-edited them. <laughs> Nick 
is a piece. He just of adds shit. EVPs. His book will fail. <laughs> <laughs> He's not as good of an author as me. <laughs> Zach Baggins rules the world. <laughs> what is this EVP doll trying to say? We can't make it out. Tell us what you think it says. <laughs> it's like clearly in subtitles. <laughs> okay. Uh, close the LCDs for some reason. Hold on. Everyone just be quiet for one second because right now it just feels like... It feels like they are just coming through our body. Okay, so this house is literally right next to a, str- a like neighborhood street. Yeah, like all of them are. All kinds of noise contaminants. Yeah. Like, like it's not a ghost. It's my dog. Sorry. They've just arrived. They just arrived. We haven't felt anything. For- we want you to talk to us. We want you to talk. What's wrong? I keep seeing a flash. Headlights. They're, they're right by like the that? door. I just heard talking. I keep seeing a flash. It sounds like it wasn't me, man. It's like someone yeah. talking outside. Yeah. Heard a noise coming from outside. What could it be? We heard a noise coming from this door. <laughs> and it was the front it's door. Like- the crackhead down the street. <laughs> uh, this is where they close the Guys, here, 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 here. Is that something else again? Yes, I heard yes, that. It's coming from down here. Are you leading us downstairs? Is that where you are? Turn off your OCDs. Who's down here? It is pitch dark. I'll oh, switch it off real quick and show you. Night vision. Yeah, you're in a fucking basement, you idiot. Off night vision. Hey guys, close your LCD screens. Close your LCDs. I hate when they do that. Why? Why do you need to close your LCD? So you don't have light contaminants. But here's the thing. Spirits don't give a fuck about lights. No, yeah. I, I That's why I hate when they do that. Like, I... It's it's a show thing. Like there's, there's, it's like when I was talking about when he was like, "Oh, this EVP machine doesn't work." It's like he's gonna do that every episode, and we've already talked about this. Like, oh, look at this is what we see, pitch black. It's like yeah. no, that's what the camera sees, you know. And it doesn't like, it doesn't make sense for lights to be off. No, like. Yeah. To do things in the dark when you're ghost hunting, it, or even at night for that matter. That is a good point. It's definitely dramatic effect. Because, yeah, I mean, there's like reported ghost attacks or sightings when it's like bright as fuck out, daytime. Middle of the day. Yeah. In a house or outside. Yeah. So, so why would it matter when you're, is it like you got to have make the fucking conditions just right for the ghosts to like want to come out? Apparently so. Makes Those no ghost rules. Ghost rules. <laughs> we gotta bring that back. I know. I keep forgetting. <clears throat> uh, another EVP at twenty-eight. You to say it now. If you don't like us here, say it now. Anything you want to tell us, now's your time to talk. At this exact moment, Nick's digital recorder captured a disturbing EVP that seems to be responding directly to his request. 
We'll enhance the audio so you can hear it better. Now's your time to talk. Sounds like somebody's like moved something. Get out. Like, to, like he moved the chair? This. Yeah. Get out. Whoa. Guys. My, I don't buy it. My hearing and my left side of my face just. Are you. Oh my gosh, my whole body's freezing up. Something hit me, man. Like the hearing in my left side of my face went numb. The hearing on the left side of his face went numb. <laughs> like, I'm trying to I'm trying to like pick apart that statement. I know what he's saying, but like But he says it multiple say times. It like his hearing he says went it numb. More than what his hearing on the left side of his face went numb. So that means that he can't hear, I assume. Yeah. Like he's going deaf in one ear. Or he's just got that. Yeah, I get, get that, that shit, dude. Yeah. That's that's from being a musician. Yep. So what is it called? Ted. Ten, ten, tendinitis. Ted, yeah, like ten, tendinitis or something. Tinnitus. Yeah, we sound really stupid. Tinnitus. I think it is tinnitus. I was yep. about to look it up. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. That sounds right. It is right. Find out how you can help reduce ringing in your ears. Damage is already done. Affects t 15 to 20% of people. Tinnitus is a condition itself. It is a symptom of an underlying condition such as age-related hearing loss or he ear injury or circulatory system disorder. That's probably mine. Well, for us, it's, I mean, I played so many shows without earbuds and like practice every time we practice, which was like twice a week. Yep. I never wore earbuds. I wore them like a handful of times, but. Exposure to loud sounds, whiplash, <laughs> head injuries, too much earwax or medical or medication side effects. Going to go deaf, going to need a hearing aid. Yep. Noise induced hearing loss. Permanent loss of hearing due to long-term exposure to noises loud enough to rupture the eardrum or damage cells. Yep. And concussions. There's another one for I me. I have had those too. Have you ever had like a concussion where you wake up in the hospital? No. But I do remember that happening to you. I've had, tw I've, I've had them twice. <laughs> once when I was a little kid and then once the, the one that you remember. <laughs> Well, you got your fucking shit pushed in by a fucking <laughs> dude on the fucking, fucking highway. Don't, <laughs> don't put that out in the world. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> That's like a funny image, though, in a <laughs> shitty way. Just some dude on the highway fucking... That didn't happen to me. That was in Compton, though, and that's true. And I got punched in the face while I was sitting in my car. And... They stole your phone. They stole my phone. And um, I got put in the hospital. I woke up in the hospital and they thought I was on drugs. And I thought I was on drugs because <laughs> I didn't remember anything until the when I went back to work, it was someone affiliated with where I worked did it at the time in Compton. So, 
So you can say you got robbed. I could technically say I got robbed in Compton. Even though, I, I mean, I say Compton because it does have to do with the area because that dude was fucking, you know, he's pretty hardcore. He's pretty scary. <laughs> and um, it sucked. This is such a, this is such a, like, insider lives episode. I know. <laughs> I, even, I feel so. Vul- I feel so vulnerable. I didn't even expect to talk about that. Um, I still have a chipped tooth from that from that moment. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was like I, I major concussion. I woke up in the hospital. I don't know how I got there. And then like when the dude gave me my phone back, it was like a movie where like, um, like all these memories came rushing back to me. I remember like my brother freaking out when I got home. I remember slightly driving because I drove home after that. Like I drove my car on the 405, not remembering I drove my car. That's like probably the scariest part about it. And then my brother thought I was on like meth or something, which I have never done in once in my life. And um, and my mom thought I was on drugs. And then they, they thought someone drugged me. All this fucking crazy shit, dude. But then like, you're, dude, you're the only one. I remember, dude, you're the only one who called it. Do, do you call? remember seeing me? You saw me like shortly after that. I do. I, I said I, he has a fucking concussion. No, but I remember you because my face was all fucked up. And they're yeah. like, oh, he must have fell or something. I think this is when I was concussed. And this is like a memory that came back to me. Because I remember like this is before I went to the hospital, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was after. I don't, I don't remember. But I remember you said some. it looks like someone punched you in the face. <laughs> because everyone was trying to figure out if I got in a car accident or if I fell. I was like, he got knocked the fuck out. I remember you saying that. (laughs) That was such a shitty time in my life. That was a bad time. Yeah. But you got your phone back. (laughs) The Cinderella story. That was the most important part. Is I did get my phone back. He gave me my phone back, which is I thought was really weird. Um, But anyways, that's part of my life. You guys know that now. Good stuff. Good stuff. What the That's like street cred. You got robbed in Compton. It's really it. not, though, because I feel like, I mean, to be completely <laughs> honest, I was sitting in my car with my seatbelt on. He punched me through the window of my seat because that's the memory I got back. I wasn't like standing up trying to fight him in the middle of the road, you know? That's That's how most people get robbed, though. Yeah. So, like, to be honest, I didn't have, I wasn't able to defend myself anyways. But I don't think that's street cred at all. I feel like that's like embarrassing in a way. Well, the street cred is that you lived through <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm, I'm alive. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. I, I'm not stupid. I don't. At least I don't feel stupid. I'm always scared of like CTE and all that shit now. <laughs> I'm yeah, like terrified. That's of a that. real problem. Yeah. That's a real. problem. I think you need to be concussed multiple times. Which I, I mean, I've, yeah, I've it's been prolonged. I've been concussed like twice majorly, and then like I've had minor concussions where you get dizzy. You know. I've had a million concussions in my life. Like like major ones t- though, like the one I had or like Yeah. yeah. That's what I was asking uh, you. I thought you said you didn't even never had those. I've never woken up in the hospital. Oh, okay. But I've had like long periods of no memory. It's trippy, huh? Uh, yeah. Um but uh um where was I going with this? Oh, when I get pulled over by the cops when I used to get pulled over all the time and they'd always think I was drunk 
because they would do the eye test and I always failed the eye test because I've had so many concussions and I never knew why. Like I would do the eye test and then they would always pull me out of the car after the eye test and like take a breathalyzer and walk the fuck through the fucking field sobriety test. So embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it got to the point where it was just like I, I expected it. Yeah. It was just like we could just get it over with. You don't need to like go through the fucking song and dance, dude. Like just do the breathalyzer. And uh, um, finally a cop told me one time. I remember I was driving down Springdale and he pulled me over. I wasn't speeding or anything. And he uh, – I used to drive a really obnoxious car. That's why I always got pulled over. Um, again, inside our lives. I remember that. Yep. You're very uh, uh, I got pulled over. It was like 2 in the morning. I was going to fucking Taqueria. And, um, and uh, pulled me over. And he does the pen test on my eyes while I'm sitting in the driver's seat. Pulls me out. Do the field sobriety test. Do two breathalyzers because he just was convinced that I was like drunk, and um, and uh, he, uh, I remember he was like talking to his partner, and like they couldn't figure out what to do. They had me on the curb, and then he comes walking up to me. He goes, "Did you play like uh, contact sports when you were a kid?" I was like, "Yeah, played ice hockey my whole life." He's like, "Ah." So you've had a few concussions. I'm like, yep, quite a few. And he's like, he's like, you might want to lead with that, like next time you get pulled over, because it when you have a lot of concussions, you I forget what it's called, but it's like some stigma in your eye where like when you do the eye test, it looks like you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. Because your your eyes do the thing, and he's like, concussions can cause that, and if this is happening to you a lot, where cops are pulling you over and thinking that you're drunk because they do that test is because your eyes do that even though you're not drunk. So just tell them that you've had a bunch of concussions. And I remember going, but they're not going to believe me. And he's like, yeah, they're not going to believe you, but at least you can like have an explanation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're not going to, I feel like so many people can say that. Yeah. But, but now at least I have an answer. (laughs) So, so most of it was from hockey. Yeah. Hockey and fighting. Yeah, I can see fighting, but yeah, I mean, I guess you, you fight in hockey. Yeah, yeah, but fighting, getting—I mean, I know you probably never experienced it, but getting checked into the boards when you're I mean, playing I've ho- never, hockey. I've only played pee wee hockey, so no, I've never. Yeah, I'm sure it fucking like, sucks. Like it's like getting hit by a fucking freight train. Yeah, because they're like going at you so fast too, huh? Yeah, and a lot of times they people purposefully put their elbows or their shoulders into your chin. So fucked up. So concussions, right? Yeah. And then you get whiplash into the smacking your head against the glass and stuff. Yeah, I feel like hockey and football are those sports, you know, yeah. obviously aside from fighting, but like. And rugby. Yeah, but I feel like football is, you think football is worse though? Way worse. Than rugby? Way worse. I, oh, than rugby? I, well, I know rugby is yeah. gnarly, but. I would say Football's worse for concussions because yeah. a lot of people tackle by leading with their head because they're wearing a helmet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Whereas rugby is worse for like broken bones because they just fucking wreck each other. And and that's the that's the same with uh, boxing, like compared to MMA because boxing you're only punching, and there's right. like so many to the head, and so boxers get way more concussions and and also you, you, the 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 pad gloves are are bigger. Which makes boxers punch harder, and the yeah, gloves are more weight. yeah the gloves are supposed to protect your hands 
only. That's what they're yeah. made for because you could break your hands. So, like the padding, like it's 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 still just as bad. You know, it's almost like worse than getting punched with a bare fist. Yeah, because I remember I remember buying a set of boxing gloves yeah. when I was like, like in high school, thinking I could like spar with people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not thinking it was like the way to like be safely fight. It's not. It's not at no, all. No. <laughs> I, I remember being like so surprised when I got hit with a fucking boxing glove for the first time. Yeah. Like holy shit, that hurts. Yeah, because they they the person punching they think they could hit harder, you know. Yep. And it still hurts just as bad because if you punch with a bare fist, you you'll probably just get knocked out, you know. Um, if yeah. you land a clean hit. Um, but like boxing gloves, especially like high profile boxers, they're like getting repeated hits, repeated yeah. like just insane. And also they punch way harder because they think they have to. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I mean it's it's fucking it's pretty gnarly. But like if you fight but with also, the MMA gloves, they they'll cut you more than than anything because they your knuckles are sharp and those gloves are there's like no padding. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean I've been concussed that way too, but like not majorly. Uh, Concussion I'm history, so cool. guys. I'm over this fucking episode. Me too. This is the one thing. <laughs> He, he crawls into this fucking crawl space. And the I, only I thing I could think down, about, yeah. the only thing I could think about while he was in there is like, bro, spiders, my guy. Like, and what about asbestos? Is that would that be in there? And the, yeah, well, no, because there's no insulation. Okay, but um, but no, and all kinds of bugs. Yeah, I'm just like cringing the whole time. Yeah, he's for in there. sure. Coming out the head first. He's like, I feel something on me. I'm like, bro, it's a fucking spider. Yeah, like dust or anything. And yeah. something grabbed my ankles and gave me a little tug. I want you to grab my neck from inside here. I want you to put your hands around my neck and squeeze. What the f So his reaction here is it actually feels genuine. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? You like immediately I crossed heard a loud demonic voice come from inside this crawl space. My camera's audio, which was pointed in that direction, captured it. <sighs> what the? Like he actually looks super startled. I know. Okay, wait, hold on. Watch me. Watch me. Did that look? <laughs> did that look real? No. I'm trying to just figure out if maybe he's just a good actor. <laughs> you don't think he faked it? It looks it looks genuine. I've seen his fake reactions. Yeah, he does have some that are obvious. Did you hear that? I just heard it again, Nick. You did? That's not real. Yeah, he, he, I know you're in here. I can hear you. So bizarre. His first reaction is to go head he's, first. He's crawling through like space. the wall, like the <laughs> like a really really tiny like window looking thing that goes inside the wall, and trying to like find this demon. And it, my first reaction would be like, "Fuck no, I'm out of here." Yeah, don't they follow him in? Yeah. 
There's Aaron doesn't though, right? I think so. Well, no, they don't go in, but they just go film oh, okay. them from the window. I think something's leading us. It's and literally the only thing I'm thinking here is spider, 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 so spider, many, spider. Probably. It's, you're being led right now, Zach, to something back well, there. Well, then like what he are just you? puts his head right up to the ceiling in between those joists. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. Or like rats with diseases. Yeah. Bleeding me too. That's the question right there. The last time a guy was underneath of here, you pulled him back in when he was trying to get out and you almost caused him to break his neck. That's Say some shit, bitch! Tough Zach. Uh, then the shadow. Manly Zach. He's so tough. Buff Zach. That's not. He's not buff anymore though. No, skinny Zach. No. You think he's on drugs? But then so is Aaron because they're both pretty like slim. Maybe they're both doing keto together. <laughs> that could make sense. So then they use their their ultraviolet thing and they get this like blue thing. That seems to be communicating with them. I put, I put like a, there's an EVP I put that said super clear EVP um, at 3220. I don't know if we have the same timestamps though, but we don't. Um, it was like, what your energy? I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was oh, super yeah. specific. It was when, it was pretty clear though. It was when, he was sitting it was before there. it was before this purple aura it was like when he was in the attic or in the, the crawl space oh really yeah. oh yeah there it is watch your energy any of us they came from don't worry i found it guys could clearly hear energy yeah but you know still don't i still don't really could be the it. crackhead outside <laughs> Want it sounds energy. like energy it sounds like monster energy <laughs> monster energy unleash the beast it's like from the tv like a commercial <laughs> next door neighbor yeah monster energy. who's playing that uh, this is kind of crazy cool. I mean, it looks cool. I don't know how accurate this. I don't even know what it is. So this is kind of weird though, because they put so they have this thing where they're shooting this ultraviolet camera in the dark towards this entire room, and there's this like purple thing, like aura. We'll call it an aura that keeps kind of coming and going. Right? It's like there, and it leaves, and it's there, and it leaves. So they go and put a digital recorder on the floor over there. It's really far from everybody around. That's not to say that they can't be whispering into it and then placing the audio there, but uh, this is like a really clear sound. I don't want to call it a voice, but it's like a sound that happens while this recorder is supposedly in the middle of this fucking room with nobody around it. Do they ever use this technology again? This is like the first time I've ever seen it. No. I wonder why they. I assume it's probably because it's very expensive. Okay. And they just borrowed it for the episode. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Digital recorder captured this Class A EVP. That's like super clear, clear. sound when there shouldn't be any sound happening. It sounds like ASMR. <laughs> I've never actually watched one of those. They freak me out. 
I don't I don't like the feeling I get. Some people like for, get off on that shit. I, I think it's weird. It like gives me like the chills. And they're like Spencer is walking towards the beach. That's creepy. <laughs> That's what it is if you go on YouTube. But there's you get like specific ASMR microphones. So it, it it's like seeps into your ears and it's like super it's like it's in your head. ASMR eating? Yeah, people do people love the weirdest shit on, on ASMR. Like they like the chewing. People find people find ways to like someone doing their makeup and she like I'm putting on the brush right now. And like they do shit. People like beat off to this shit. Or well, what? I'm sure, but like, no, people like fall asleep to it, and they and they like they think it's soothing, but I, it freaks me out. It, it makes me feel like there's someone like you have to do it in, with headphones on. Like you can't just like listen to it. And uh, like, if you were to play something, it wouldn't be the same for me, obviously. But but what? you should you, you should listen <laughs> listen to something weird. One point two million. Dude, these views. people make sleepy time. Sleepy time ASMR for de-stressing you. Whispering, face-touching, new triggers. Yeah. Th- these people, they-, they make so much money, dude. There's some people who get like 10 million views video. Take back summer. Line dude. and summer shandy. What the fuck? I could even hear it. It's weird. It's probably more clear for you. Hello. Hi. I hate this. I know. It's so bad. Makes me cringe. Welcome into my channel. How are you feeling today? I see. Dude, the the eating ones are the worst. happening <laughs> why is this a thing oh it's like foil or something or it's like whatever is that do you guys like this <laughs> <laughs> comment like and subscribe if you like asmr and we'll do an asmr channel or patreon We should start with ASMR every episode. We should do a really bad ASMR. After the intro, just be like, being nice. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Just scratch the fucking <laughs> pop filter. That's what people do too. They scratch their pop filter and they do like. Wow, that. <laughs> so fucking. Dude, bad. people are going to beat off to this. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
You're going to have some weird bacon eye out there beating off to this. Dude, so she has these like two silver things that she's like, like rubbing They're like really together. long like rings, I think, but, or yeah. something. Like finger dressings. Yeah. And I, I picture her like finding these things at a store. Yes. You know? Yeah, for And being like... This would be great. Like she's just sta- can you imagine her like standing at a store aisle rubbing these things together? <laughs> yep. Well, it's hollow. It's a little <laughs> like the viscous of this. <laughs> it's kind of great dude, the, but dude, the eating ones are that's where it's at, and those get a lot of views, and I those are the worst ones. <laughs> I just hate the sound of people eating in general, but like they use like. I don't know if she, I'm sure she's using an ASMR mic, but they sell ASMR mics that are just like really sensitive mics. Like, oh, no, dude, look not. at that guy just, eating noodles. Just... You know what mukbangs are, though, right? No, dude, you're not you're not plugged in. You're not plugged into <laughs> no, YouTube. Get close, Eric. I'm not woke. That still works. Still works. Still works. I'll explain a mukbang after this. I think I think this is gonna hurt my soul. Is this eating? I have this temple. Oh, it's a mukbang. You're playing one. These are also the worst, too, by the way. We're watching a ASMR mukbang. Okay, what? What? Nobody likes the sound of a fucking crinkling bag. So, dude. Nobody likes that. You, you don't know. You'd be surprised. You know how many fucking weirdos are out there? This has six million views. And it was May 1st, 2020. Yeah. These people make bank, dude. I mean, props, being an audio engineer, I give them props. I hate it. But so, okay, so a mukbang is, like, this is, I guess, combined ASMR mukbang, but a true mukbang, which is an actual YouTube trend, and these people get also, like, 10 million views, depending on who it is. But it's, like, people, and also hot girls, like, skinny hot girls doing this, where they'll they'll order, like, 20 crab legs and, like, a live squid and, like, all these this fucked up food, and they'll just eat it in front of camera, and people get off to it. And they'll, they'll, they'll eat like they're called muckbangers. Yes, and they'll eat like fucking nasty food. Like the guy I see in the very first thumbnail on the right, he's eating some like hot Cheeto thing. It's the chip challenge. Um, like some like they usually they eat gross things. Like they'll eat like a lot of seafood. I see a lot of seafood and um, just like gross cheese shit. And they'll eat like pounds of food in front of the camera, and that's that's the whole video. And people love that shit. That's what's called. That's what, that's a, what mukbang a mukbang is. is. It's very popular, and a lot of like models do it. Like it's fucking crazy, dude. I think Hannah, dude, Hannah did one. I'm pretty sure she did. She did. I think she told me she did one. Yeah. Dude, I respect. I respect the production value of this. This video. one actually has good production value. I, I've seen shitty ones usually that still have like millions of views. But, you know, he's cooking the ramen. So we're watching someone cook ramen. If you didn't gather that by the sound of it. Oh, he drains the water. What a weirdo. Interesting. That is interesting. 
you know there's someone out there like oh yes my favorite part crinkling the <laughs> yes yes i can feel the texture oh that's cool this guy is love the pr- this guy's got it together he's got good editing I, I respect this guy's production yeah, he, value. He deserves the 6 million views. He has like some good cuts in editing. He has almost 10 million subs. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't even know. Is that soy sauce on it or something? Dude, look at... See, they, they do weird shit. He's putting McDonald's nuggets in his noodles. These mukbangers. It's like 40 nuggets. Sorry, dude. You guys are watching this with us, by the way. <laughs> We're now really interested in to see how this plays out. He has like 40 or so nuggets lined up and noodles covered in mystery sauce. He has all the dipping sauces with the nuggets and he's pouring a Sprite right now. Now he's, he's drinking the Sprite. This has six million views. <laughs> now he's eating the ramen and we're gonna listen to him eating food, which is the grossest fucking shit ever. He's just shoveling it into his mouth. Yeah, that's this is what a mukbang is. This is not even like a, the grossest one. Like the gross ones are the seafood ones when they eat seafood. It's fucking disgusting. It makes me not hungry. <laughs> Why is this a thing? I'm s I'm I love that you don't know it's a thing, too. Because this has been a thing for years. What? This dude makes fucking hell no, of they, money, they make too. So, dude, they, these people are living probably in, like, Hollywood Hills. That's how much money they're making. This guy, what? also, he I think he's, like, one of the, the most popular mukbangers. I think I remember... His face. What? So he's wolfing down these McDonald's nuggets and uh, ramen. And I don't know why he chose McDonald's nuggets, but um, you know, this is his channel. He's making a lot of money. I cannot do he knows this. What this he's is doing. so nasty. Yeah, that's not even the. <laughs> even know how we went down that rabbit hole <laughs> we were talking about asmr oh yeah i liked the other girl better yeah well that was just Where asmr go? you know um, so there's like different genres well, this is of this is a mukbang asmr combined like there's people who just do mukbangs where they're it's not about the sound they're just there is sound but it's not like an asmr kind of sound they're just eating in front of the camera and it's fucking disgusting yeah, that's like not even as gross as it gets. And then there's ASMR, like what that girl's doing. But then, you know, they combine it eating ASMR. There's like over the last two months, this I've is lost an ASMR for men. After three months, I've actually lost specifically. Yeah, for it's men. gonna be like I- I'm sure it's sexual or some shit. You know. Hello. What? So it's a blonde lady. I'm doing Boy. ASMR for men. It has 400,000 views, not as many views. She's not very good at this. Yeah, she's she has 200,000 subscribers. 
So she's either just starting or she's Green not as good. How do you know what male triggers are? You should still find it relaxing. I hope you're all doing very, very, very well today. What the (laughs) fuck is this? (laughs) I'm just picturing her, like, watching her record this. Imagine dating someone like this. (laughs) What do you do for a living? Well, you hello, see. Hello, 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 my lovely, lovely friends from across the world. Oh, she's Scottish. I should say hello, boys. Is she? And girls. I can't hear it, really. I hope you're well, and welcome to this accent trigger video. No, dude, she... Where we have... I think she's doing an accent. Different accents from around the to help you. I'm getting the chills. <laughs> you even I you know. have like better sound than me in this and I'm still getting the chills. I wonder how What if she does oh. some <laughs> What if she does some like racist accents? Like she does like I want to know what this she does like a typical like Chinese accent or something. Oh, they're called AMS artists. Wow. I love, love to read and see your comments. On these You're supposed to whisper. Love the feedback I get. So please comment below, especially if I do. Oh God. I'm getting, I'm getting chills. I hate this shi- so much. I have, I have like slight goosebumps from that. In a bad way. One hour personal attention for a deep sleep. Does this, if people like legit are like into no, this. No, it's really popular. Like this, this girl is a, an up and comer, I'm assuming, but there's. Over the last two. There's people who have millions of views. Like, like I said, like multi-million views. This girl seems to be pretty popular. Gibi ASMR. She got. This is that one we watch. Yeah, yeah. She's got mouth, two million subscribers. Mouth sounds unintelligible whispers. That'll be fun. What's with the fingers? Oh, Stop dude, with the jazz fingers. Love that. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> She's just, doing some like just, demonic shit. Like, how can you? This is like people sleep to uh, this. There's nothing more frustrating than not being able to understand <laughs> what the fuck somebody's saying. People sleep to that. Uh, your your I can't. Your mind is open to the world now because those, like, I, I've seen some videos that have over 10 million views. With both mukbang and ASMR, so that tells you that that the majority of viewers love that shit. So it opens your your worldview a little bit to the psychos that live around you. It's true. Okay, uh, this episode is now two and a half hours long. 
That's like so, our typical typical time, though. Snack bagels. We're already at the end of the episode. Of, of, of nothing happens. Of this ghost nothing. adventures episode. Yeah. Nothing else happens. Yeah, they see some like ultraviolet light move around. It's like a purple glow, and they freak out about it. And it's like cool looking, but it's like not that cool, you know. And then the episode yeah. ends, and uh, the episode you cannot ends. visit this place because they tore it down. It's been torn down. <laughs> I'm trying to make money, dude. Baconites, dude. I'm telling you, dude. If Michelle fucking, <laughs> <laughs> if she did like some sort of shit like that. Why doesn't she do more YouTube? She hates it, and so do I. <laughs> what, just the process of doing it, or you just like hate it in general? I hate, I hate the culture. I hate uh, well, the process of there it. There is and isn't the, a culture, right? I hate the criticism. Yeah. The anonymous criticism. Yeah. I hate it. But there is a culture because there are like YouTubers. But I mean, you could also watch YouTube for the random shit, like. I use YouTube very like sparsely for very specific things. Like I don't browse YouTube. I uh, I don't browse it, but I, I subscribe to podcasts. So I I watch a lot of podcasts while I'm editing. So that's what I use it for. I used to watch streamers, gaming streamers on YouTube until they stopped doing that. Like there's not a lot of streamers that use YouTube anymore. Well, they'll post like their post stream compilations yeah. yeah like i watch thin stuff yeah. you know you watch thinned i told you that last time i think did i did i tell uh, you that maybe i, I didn't. don't i don't i don't like him anymore oh why what did he do i, I he's just arrogant <coughs> really i've only seen a couple of his videos i assume you yeah, watch a lot of what he does then well i used to watch him daily because i would yeah. watch him while i edit and he's live every day he's well i mean he's arrogant because he's good yeah but he's like Compared to some of the other like top streamers, he's not that good. Yeah, that's true. I well, you you yeah. know how it is. He, he's in the entertainment industry. That's technically the entertainment industry. He's probably trying to like play it up. He just comes off like compared to like guys like Stone Mountain who are like they're not super good. They're good players, but they're not like amazing. But he's just he puts on a show, and it's like oh, he's he, a humble dude. He's a nice guy. He's there. He's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's there to under, entertain, and yeah. he's great. They have to be entertainers, you know? dude. That shit's so hard to do. Like yeah. it really is difficult. I mean, that's why they make a lot of money. Because anybody could yeah. sit down and play a game, but to play a game well and to play it for continuous hours with no breaks, because you're on Twitch and it's streaming live, and um, being able to be like on whatever that means for you as a specific dude or girl to be like on for like however many hours is so difficult. Um, yeah, I, I, get I feel it. like, no, I don't think I can do it. I couldn't. Cause it's like uh, playing a, a game while talking is kind of difficult. I can't do yeah. it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. But that's why I like, I like stone mountain. Cause he's like, he is so good at being an entertainer while he's playing video game and doing it well. Okay. You know, I, I just you should watch him. You, like I probably him. will. Like, I, I just like I think Thin was the first person I I came across who was really good at Call of Duty. You know, I I like on uh, at Warfare. I mean, like I, I I don't know that many Call of Duty streamers because I don't play Warfare because I I fucking would suck at it. War Warzone. Warzone. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I suck at it too. Uh. 
but I have also I have friends who are really good at it. Like the guy I work with is like really good at it. What I found is like the guys that are fucking amazing at video games are terrible streamers. Seems that way. And most yeah. of them, like the guys that are really good, don't even talk. Like the one of my favorite guys that I used to watch a lot when back in the Battlefield Four days. I liked watching him because he was so good at the game and his comms were like entertaining to listen to, yep. like when he would talk to his friends. But like he was terrible at like talking to the and like streaming. He didn't do anything gimmicky. He didn't nothing. He just streamed. Like there was no thanks for the stars. Yeah. Thanks for the stars. Like I hate that shit. But you know, they like, probably feel like they have to do that. Yeah, they have to shout out. That's why people do yeah. it so to get shout outs. They'll probably know? get more donations if they do that. Yeah. And that like I get the game. I just don't like yeah. it. It's just cringy to me. I don't even know? have a Twitch account. I don't watch Twitch. Um but I'll watch like the YouTube compilations. Cause I think a lot of them sometimes are like edited. So yeah. I think they like will take out the filler. Yeah, they trim the fat. Yeah. yeah. Like we should do. <laughs> no, dude, that's also that's that's the charm of some things. You know, maybe that's why people watch Twitch. They want to see the filler. And the fuck ups. Yeah. So our show is like Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I watch with video game stuff. Like I'll watch like things that will help me beat my game that I'm playing. <laughs> like walkthroughs. Yeah. Or I'll watch I, I like dudes who like go on like Second Life or they go on like some sort of game that's like a community online game and they fuck with people. I think that's that's <laughs> funny. Like the new thing is VR chat. And there'll, there'll be people who go on there and, like, fuck with people. And there's people who, like, get genuinely, like, really mad. and <laughs> super funny. Um, but, yeah, YouTube does have a culture, and I just exposed you to some of it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, anyway, so that was th- this was the last episode of Season 3. Yay. Season 4 is next. I wish we they're going to, had a soundboard. They're going to Gettysburg. Pew, 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 pew. Um, I, because I, I said we would, I'm going on the Facebook. Oh yeah. We can read those things, um, that you guys sent us. Those three stories that we got for the ghost stories. I can't believe that's still going. I, that status that people are sending stories about. I mean, we told them to. Yeah, that is true. I guess I should do more of that. But by the way, I'm just like more accurate, as I've said, on Instagram because Facebook, like I don't even have the Facebook app. I'm going on my phone. It's just like a mess. And um, I mean, you guys should still post to the underground for sure. But if you guys want like a quick response, I have complete access, you know, quick access to the Instagram. So damn, dude, this girl got like. Oh, it's like two people commenting on her stuff. I was going to say this girl got like eight comments, but it's just them talking back and forth. Okay, Mando Lewandowski. Um, oh, wait, is this, this isn't even a story. Uh, she's talking about... Um, she can't wait for us to get to the Iowa Axe Murder House, whatever that is. We will get there eventually, whenever that is. Someday. Yep. Okay. Ghost story. 
pretty sure this is one. Um, Samantha Gomez. So I'm still behind on a bit, uh, still behind a bit on episodes, but I wanted to tell you my weird ghost experience. It requires a little bit of backstory, so I'm going to start there. I'm a light sleeper. I've been a light sleeper for many years. I also get up a lot to go to the bathroom. Again, been going on for a long time. I was absolutely awake for this and not dreaming. I don't have lingering dream status when I wake up. Um, oh, this is a hefty one. Um, so I was staying the night at my boyfriend's house at the time. His room was in the basement, and he had his own bathroom down there. I don't remember the time I woke up because I needed to pee, and I felt like I felt this like immense weight on my chest, unlike anything I experienced before or after. I was like someone, it was like someone was like sitting on my chest. I got out of bed and walked to the bathroom and the weight felt like it was pulling me down. For some reason, this pressure didn't exist inside the bathroom. I was fine as I stepped in, but as soon as I stepped back out, the weight was back. <coughs> um, I ignored it because honestly, I didn't know what was happening and I just hoped it would go away on its own. My boyfriend didn't wake up during this and was sleeping on his side, facing away <clears throat> from me and towards the wall. Eventually, I rolled over to face his back because I thought it might help get rid of the feeling on my chest. Um, it was then I felt like it was like a chill, I suppose. Imagine someone running their finger up along your thigh and up the side of your torso, across your shoulder, and then brushing your ear. It was then I heard a voice, identical to my sleeping boyfriend's whisper in my ear. Can you feel that? I don't remember... Can you feel that? I don't remember a lot. He's <laughs> doing some ASMR on you. Um, I don't remember a lot after that. I know it scared me and I balled up against his back and just forced myself to sleep. We eventually broke up a great thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, we eventually broke up. Parentheses, a great thing. Good for you. But I remember... He claimed to be haunted, and his stepdad, who was always an extremely serious person, once claimed to have a recording of him speaking in the house asking what the spirit wanted, and he said it basically um, roared my ex's name. It concerned his parents enough that they ended up going to a metaphysical shop for sage and stuff, and they were not hooey-dooey people. Whatever. What does hooey-dooey mean? I like Like hocus-pocus? I like that. Hooey-dooey. Um, Taking that. That's mine yeah. <laughs> That's a gnarly story. Um, I think that's not to pick favorites, but I feel like that's like the most detailed one that we've got. See, those are the kind of stories we're. That's what we for, want. People. Yeah, don't say like, "Oh yeah, I felt this weird thing." Like, explain it like this. Yeah, person. I had I had a haunting. Yeah. I had a haunted experience once. Um, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Definitely so. don't do that. <laughs> um, this one, yeah, this one, I actually, whoever, or Samantha, you're also really good at describing it. You're good at writing this down because when you're, you should start a blog. Yeah. Well, when you're describing, like, I felt like someone brushing your thigh and like, I was like feeling that. So that's pretty you gnarly. that brushing up your thigh? I mean, one can hope, you know. You should probably tell an adult. <laughs> um, like, I, I feel like if I were to encounter that, uh, like myself, I'd be, I'd be fucking scarred from that. <laughs> like a yeah, weight, a me weight up. weighing me down. Can't control my body. Someone brushing against me, and then someone whispering. Like if that's how, what a ghost feels like, then fuck that. 
I, not with, yeah, I, I especially don't in the middle of the that. night. Yeah. When you're vulnerable. Yeah. And, and you weren't dreaming. Um, that was pretty gnarly. There's, there's, I think there's, oh, there's only one more because I thought the first one was a ghost story. So there's one more on the Facebook. I, I mean, I don't know what's on the Instagram. Um, okay. Alicia M. Dexter. Um, like the serial like killer? The serial killer. Um, wrote, so you asked for a paranormal experience. Here, here it goes. In 2006, I was stationed in Okinawa in the Camp Hansen MP dorms. I had just gotten there and still not used to the massively different time zones. So about 2 p.m. local Okinawa time, I decided to take a nap. I'm starting to fall asleep when I feel someone or something sit on the end of my bed. Then they started loud whispering my last name at the time, which was a Bayo. I'm sorry if I can't pronounce this. Boyette. Boyetti. Um, so in a scratchy whispering voice over and over, Boyetti, Boyetti. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's, an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting last name. Um, it, it, it took everything in my body to roll over. And when I looked there, um, there was nothing there. Just an indent on the blanket as if somebody, someone had um, been sitting there. I slowly got up and left and of course didn't tell anyone. Later that evening, my roommate and I were folding laundry, getting ready to sleep for the night. All of, all of a sudden, I look at Coleman and her face is dead white, eyes wide open. Who's Coleman? I asked her what happened and she said that she heard someone whisper her name over and over right there, then and there. My arm hair stuck up all the way and I got, I got little goosebumps. You heard a voice, I asked her. She nodded and I walked up closer to her and held up my arm to her face those are goosebumps th that no joke happened to me earlier today so disclaimer we're women and also marines and also 100% scared little girly girls Ooh, wow. we bolted out of that room and didn't sleep there for a couple of nights um i mean i don't think uh, you guys being marines and girls like i mean like i think anybody <laughs> like any tough person would be scared of that situation um, dude also a lot of fucked up shit happened on Okinawa. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, wasn't yeah. that... That's where a bomb dropped, right? No, Okinawa is an island in the Pacific. Uh, What am I thinking of? It's World War II. During the war in the Pacific. I know, I, 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 I know. I'm thinking of the atom bombs, though. It didn't... The yeah, one, Hiroshima, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Nagasaki. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Okinawa, though, was like a... Where people fought. Um, You know what's cool? Just an aside, like, like there's a lot of, like people in the in the military who like this podcast which i think is pretty cool yeah it's a lot of military believers out there or non-believers because we talk a lot of shit on ghosts so um that's a really interesting story um i mean i'm interested to hear the aftermath of that like how to, like for all these stories i'm always interested to hear like what happened after like did you guys like how did you eventually acclimate back into your bed, you know, or your room. Like, do you just forget about yeah, it for a second? because I would always remember that and want to move. Speak of the devil, they're thinned. Um, but, okay, that's, that's right. I think that's the last one on here. Um, Wait, I want to see if she looks like she's tough. <laughs> Why? Big and, <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, Marines... Or no fucking joke. No, Mar no. The, I've seen a lot of documentaries on like how to fucking 
how to join the marine like the training you guys do it's fucking gnarly dude there's no way i can do that um, okay i'm checking uh i'm checking instagram while you do that and see if there's any oh dude like on our instagram this fucking some like it's called they're called haunted adventures tv invited like they they invited us to like a ghost adventures event that we had to pay thirteen dollars for, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "No, <laughs> that's the latest message that we got." Um, I think uh, I think that that was, that's all the ghost stories, as far as I know. If that's not all the ghost stories, message me on Facebook again or on a sorry Instagram, and we'll get to your 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 ish. Where did you find this thing? It's in the underground. Oh, in the underground. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <sighs> Bacon's Bros Underground. Join the underground. Join our underground. Come see us in the underground. Join the underground. Uh, Can you hear that? Oh, that's the Dexter. Right? Yep, doing some ASMR. ASMR, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, dude, she looks like a tough cookie. No, she could definitely uh, kill me, that's for sure. She could, she could fight me to the death and probably... She could me. probably kill both of us with her bare hands. Yep, probably. I saw... What's that documentary, dude? I think it used to be on Netflix, but it was like 60 Days of Hell or like Hell Week. Oh, I forgot. It was something like that. From from Buds? Hell Weekend Buds? It, it was just like, I don't know if it was the Marines or, or the Green Beret, but it was like some gnarly thing where it was like showing the training process of becoming a Marine or a Green Beret. Uh, and they do like... A uh, Navy SEAL. They, no, it was for it was definitely for a Green Beret. Or, there is a Navy SEAL one, but that one's gnarly Buds, too. Buds, Buds has a Hell Week. Well, it's True. it's called it's not called it's like something hell you know some sensational title, but oh. but uh, they there's like crazy shit where they would like like take like big ass logs as a team and then like lift it over your head and then put it down on this shoulder and you can't like move your head under it you have to like fully lift it down and if there's like a weak link in the in the like team that's doing it it fucks up everybody. So everybody's all pissed off, and then there's people like, if you, I remember there's a scene where if you throw up, they make you pick your throw up up and put it in your pocket, like you're not allowed to throw up, <laughs> like it's like some crazy shit, and then like there's a scene where some dude, like that that you basically you'll get immediately washed out if you can't do the training, and there's some dude who like they worked him so hard he started hallucinating and he was like talking to himself. And they and they had to take him out, and he was like, they filmed the whole thing. So he was like saying like, like, oh, I want like a number one with Mc, with McNuggets, and like like he was ordering at McDonald's, and they like took him out while he was talking to himself, and it was fucking gnarly, dude. Like That's I don't crazy. think any like, you know, people always think like, oh, if I worked hard, like you've said this too before. It's like if I work hard enough, you know, I could probably become a marine. I don't think anybody can. I think it really takes... Become a, a Marine? I think it takes a special person. Uh, 
Well, there was a point in my life when I was like, I could have been, not now, but Dude, like. Dude, that training is fucking insane. It's like the hardest basic shit I've training, ever seen. Basic training for Army and Marines is not as bad as Special Forces, obviously. I think it was Special but Forces or Green Beret or something like that. Basic training is, they want people to succeed at basic training. Like, it's designed to. Yeah. Basically, like, st- like strip you down of your ego yeah. and turn you into but, a team. It's not so much about like physical. I don't think it. Sh- obviously, they do. But. I don't think this was basic. This wasn't basic training though. This was like yeah, some no. sort of special forces. I thought it was for Marines, but it could have been like Green Beret, from what I remember. Well, I used to, I used to live the way I used to be was very militant, like hockey, super militant. Um, lifeguarding super fucking militant. Yeah. So, like, I was used to that type of. I, obviously, not anywhere close to as severe as no. like, the military. <laughs> that shit's but, crazy. but like that type of fitness and that type of like hierarchy, I was already used to. Yeah. So like, that's why I think I could have been a marine. Not I never had the balls to join. I'm not one of those people. It's like, oh, I was going to, but I couldn't. <laughs> you know, I just didn't have the balls. Like I. I wanted it's insanely to. Insanely hard. I mean, it's probably one of the hardest things you could ever do. I'm sure. Um, I mean, like I always like romanticized the army when I was a little kid, and then, but I, I was like, I mean, I think anybody. I've seen like really small guys join the army. I think anybody can. But I just yeah. don't think I was. I like I was built for it. It's not my personality. Like, especially me. I, me as like a like if I was 18 and did it, I would totally. I'd probably get like discharged for doing some, some dumb shit. You know. Well, you're also you have a problem with authority. Yes, that's that's very true. <laughs> um, not and not you, in, you're not going to last long if you have a problem. But with authority. but not to the point where I disrespect. Like I don't have respect. It's just to the point where, especially when I was younger, I just didn't like getting told what to do. Right by by and teachers. That's all the army exactly is. like by teachers. Not like I don't respect them. It's just that I from anyone I didn't like getting told what to do, especially at, at the age of eighteen. So, but they also tell you what to do in the most disrespectful yes, way they can, and, possibly. and that would make me angry, you know. Right. So uh, I have much respect for the people who can take that <laughs> and like succeed. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to like downplay the military or training or any of that stuff. No. I have a lot of friends that are in the military and have gone through all that stuff. I have friends that are in special forces. We got, we got listeners. Green berets and all that. Yeah. So. I like I get it like you know but there was a time in my life 30 pounds and 10 years ago that I could have been successful in the military if I had the balls to do yeah. it I just, I just didn't yeah. uh so and I thought I was gonna be a rock star we all did, I also so. think you had a problem with authority too though I did but I was I had a problem with like my mindset was always like if I went into it knowing what I was getting myself into, like I knew that a, a drill sergeant was going to be fucking yelling in my face for fucking six weeks or six months or whatever it is. Uh, like I could probably withstand that. But when somebody's just being blatantly disrespectful to me for no reason, other than to be disrespectful to me uh, personally yeah. out of a personal thing, you know, uh, that's different, you know. When you have no reason to, like drill sergeants, there's a reason they do. Yeah, that, it's, it's to you break know? you down for. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. And it's not most of the time it's not personal, right? No. Like they're not doing it to personally. But they will attack say you. the most personal shit to you. For sure. But if if you can like say like this is a drill sergeant doing his job, yeah. It's easier to like withstand that than like like this fuck face is just trying to fucking piss me off. Like yes. for no reason. Um you know. And that's so my question too, I know we're asking a lot in this episode for the viewers. But anybody in the military who's listening, uh, tell me how accurate Full Metal Jacket is. Like the training, <laughs> like the training, and because like that's one of my favorite movies. Like in terms of like army movies, and the training scenes are obviously like my favorite. It's like everybody's favorite in the, that movie. And I want to know how I know like Lee Lee Ermy. What was his name? Lee Ermy. The the uh, guy who plays the the instructor or the drill the oh, drill yeah. sergeant he was a real he was a he real was a real sergeant. drill sergeant so I want to know yeah. how accurate that process is and I know that was like during Vietnam so it's different but um, let me know I'm really curious to know how it's actually it's actually changed a lot since then since since then I'm yeah. sure it has they are like a lot yeah I'm sure it's it's not uh, as crazy as that no not anymore. Um, which yeah there are a lot of mixed i guess if there's any that, older but. veterans out there listening to our podcast let me know if it was like that at one point because i'm i'm also really into accuracy in movies historical accuracy god that's such a fucked up it's movie. so good one of the best it, it is i think it is in the top three in my opinion all right I gotta go to I bed. Know. I'm sorry, dude. I will uh, get this up soon. Hopefully, yeah, we'll get this up as soon as um, you know, Spencer has a moment because um, I think you're traveling, right? Yep. So as soon as you get back from your trip, um, yep. we can we can get this up for y'all's. Yep. This is a four hour so, episode. <laughs> three. It starts at one hour. Okay. Okay. Good. Three hours. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next week we're at, or next time we record, which probably won't be next week. Yeah, most likely. Uh, we're at Gettysburg. Topical. There we go. It's a famous place. So, yeah. So that'll be fun. I've, if I my memory serves me, not much happens in this episode. That is fun. So. We'll probably go on more three-hour-long rants about totally unrelated topics. So hope you guys like it. Fun. Yeah, yeah we're in this Get, mode now where we're just like, you know what? We're gonna just do what we want. Fuck it. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> we friends. have a lot of competition now, and yep. it's we're doing what we want, not because of the competition, in terms of us competing with them, but we're doing it because. They're probably they're they they're care. doing the same shit that we're doing, I think. Yeah. So fuck it, you know we're just gonna do what we want. They can do their shit, you know. Yeah. So. So we hope you liked our band. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Please like our music that we worked really hard on. Smash that subscribe button. Uh. Send us. Leave stuff. a. You can. Um, Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Bacon's Bros. Just type in Bacon's Bros. Uh, or whatever. And then um, 
Leave us a five star review. Uh, leave us a five star review you can tell us that you hate us if you want you can tell us that we are terrible podcasters because we are <laughs> uh, as long as there's five stars attached to it so bye bye season three I never thought we'd say this but we're moving on to season four Damn, dude, we're pretty far not really but I know. <laughs> we're past the point of no return yeah, that's true so until then, I'm Spencer. I'm also Spencer. Spencer Collins. Um, we'll see you next week.